We live. There we go. All right, so look. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we were live. He Yo, said Big Mouth season. My man was really about to talk without the microphone. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I totally forgot that we had. I'm looking. I'm like, yo, why can't I hear him? And his mic is right behind his head. Pause. <laughs> nah, he usually does help me out with that. And the one one time I'm left to do it by myself, I do a poor job at it. That's why he does it. Okay, so you know, in the last episode, we were talking about Junior. Uh huh. Did you guys hear the plot twist? I don't think so. What is the plot twist? You know he was set up by that girl? Wait, what? She was the one that told her brothers that he was the guy. She knew that apparently the young man in the actual video was her boyfriend. And instead of having her boyfriend reap the consequences of putting that video out, she told her brother that it was Junior. Oh my god. So... I just wanted to bring that up because I'm quite sure that there's some people that might even just be getting to that episode now and are privy to this information. So I just kind of wanted to let you all know that. That changes everything. It really, really does. I'm not going to go there. So listen, so, so, so you know what? I'm quite sure that there's a a number of things that we could talk about, but I just want to say maybe for Junior right now and his family, we can have a moment of silence and then we'll get the episode started. So if you don't mind. Cue the intro. Hey y'all, it's just Chris Starr. Big Mouth Seat. It's your boy Normal Ass Coral. With Grown Folks Business. Grown Folks Business. Like your mama used to tell you, stay out of grown folks business. I mean, I'm grown. I'm grown too. Shit, we all grown. Welcome, Welcome to, to Grown, grown folks, folks Business. All right, y'all. Now we're back with another episode of Grown Folks Business. That's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S. This is Just Big Cease. And it's your boy. <laughs> big, big Mouth Star. <laughs> and my tank too small Cease. No, no, no. no. Who am I supposed to be? You, you I'm just, supposed to be you myself. You just introduce huh? yourself. Yeah, I'm normal ass Carl. Look, I take I I the underscores out. Star, can you tell the folks where they can find us? I mean, you did it so eloquently, but in case they missed it, you can find us on Instagram at Grown Folks Business, and that's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S. All right, folks, so we're back for another episode. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Two things. You oh. forgot almost. We have a new website. Oh, I was uh, going to get to that. Oh, okay, my bad. No, no, you get that. So, so we're back for another episode of Grown Folks Business, and we are happy to announce that you know the grown folks stay out here grinding. Right. Um, and we have two exciting things that we would like to share with you all that we've been working on and that hopefully will help you guys better engage with us and feel more part of the Grown Folks Business podcast. Star, can you let them know what we got going on in these streets? Um, absolutely. So we recently launched our merchandise website. doing big things turn up turn up for the website so the easiest way to access our website is to visit one of our social media pages on either instagram or facebook um we do have links on both of those accounts um but it's www.grownfolksbusiness that's b-i-z-n-e-s-s dot big cartel dot com and you can uh get a hold of your merchandise we have t-shirts and black and white because it doesn't matter if you're black or white (laughs) (laughs) we also have men's tanks getting you uh ready for the summertime as well as women tanks grown women tanks so make sure you get your merchandise and support grown folks business 
And that's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S. Yeah. All right, y'all. So um, you guys have allowed me the pleasure of being the uh, creative content controller. Lord. And I got... Go ahead. I was... Wait, Carl, you said there were two things that we needed to pub? Yes. Uh, Los Titos, this is the last week. Uh, you guys have three days. July 21st is the end of the contest. Go into Los Titos, purchase something to eat, get one of those wristbands, take a photo in it, um, and tag Los Titos XGFB or GFB X Los Titos. We got three different hashtags that we're searching. Um, Los Titos XGF Biz is another one that we'll be looking up, and we'll pick a winner by the end of this weekend. Can you tell them the locations? The locations are Lemon Grove, La Mesa, and also National City. Yeah, major shout out to Los Titos. They've been rocking with us super tough. So make sure you go ahead and uh, Cease's recommendation was the chicken chipotle fry. Oh, mm-hmm. I had them. Did you like it? Yes. Bomb, huh? And I just said I was about to get something to eat, and I said Panda Express. I'm going to Los Titos. As Are we should. going after? I, I for sure. Yeah, I'm going. That that was fire. Yeah, it's, it's got a little, it's got a little uh, kick to it. Sure. Like, Chipotle. Yeah, yeah. What kind of kick? Like a like a like, like a, a Bruce Lee kick or like a, a Michael Jackson kick? It's Chun Li. Chun Li. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's, got, oh. <laughs> it's got, got a Chun Li kick to it. But I, I like that's it. harder than Bruce just Lee. Just last week, and I was like, "Yo, this is fire." He was right. So uh, yeah, I, I'm a believer. I've been right a lot lately. <laughs> okay, so, I'm not even dealing with him. So listen, uh, I actually there was three things that we have for the people. So we um, are extremely fortunate to have somebody uh, close to us, our, our buddy Cam, who really has been an integral part in our podcasting venture. From top to bottom. From beginning to end. Um, and the other day, Cam sent us a group text of a video, which we're going to release on social media so you guys can see him in action. Um, but everybody is, well, the majority of people are quite fond of our intro. I think that's when, when people... Everybody our, except one. Except for one. But I, I've now been provided with an alternate version of the intro. So, folks, you guys can go on social media and tell us what you think. But you you just heard the intro moments ago. So I want to hear you. I want you guys to hear a new rendition of the intro that I feel like the live version should be the new intro. So here we go. Hey, Carlos, you making that guitar cry. (laughs) Cam Santana. Oh, he fucked that. Yeah. He fucked that. Yeah, up. shout out to Ken. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, he put some funk on that. So once again, I know <laughs> we've mentioned <laughs> it before, <laughs> but that, that was it. it. That, that riff was it. Yeah, that was Cam Santana. <laughs> um, Played by Cam Santana. You gotta fizz face it too when you do that. <laughs> also known as Yes Cam Can. Yes Cam um, Can from the All Too Human podcast. So if you guys want to hear more creative content from those gentlemen, make sure to check out the All Too Human podcast. And they also have a video while we're recording. Well, while they're recording, like you can see the live. Yeah, we're gonna put that on social media. Oh, okay, beautiful, yeah, yeah. beautiful. It's up right now. By the time y'all y'all hear this, it's up there. Okay, y'all. So again, being the. Uh, the the controller of creative content. Listen, we're going to call you, you just the A-Mike. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> That's what we're going to call you, A-Mike. No, you I want... A-Mike, I'll be C in this. No. You can be B. No, I have to be the C-Mike. No, nah, you Because I got three Cs. All right, man. Creator. Or no, no, no. The, uh, the content, the creative content controller. I want to be the triple C-Mike. Anyway, um, 
I finally found a name for our guest content. We're going to call it Word on the Street. Because really what we're trying to do is, is find out when people are listening to our podcast in the community, what some of the things that they like to hear us talk about. Um, and on this week's episode, I overheard a conversation that uh, two of our listeners were having. And I was like, you guys got to just kind of rehash that conversation for the podcast so that we could kind of discuss it. So we'll listen to what they had to say and then we'll see if we can kind of get into it a little bit. Um, and I feel like one of us in particular is really going to be able to relate with uh, the content that's provided for this. You want to say that with a smirk Neither on your face. Neither one of us. So you guys ready? <laughs> yeah, you ain't shit. All right, here we go. <laughs> and he knows it. Look yeah. at that smirk. Any moment. I'm waiting on it. Yeah, you playing with it. I'm trying to. Play with it. <laughs> Don't play with me. <laughs> oh. Let's try it again. There you go. Uh, All right, grown folks, this is Big Mouth Seeds reporting live from the community right now. I know what y'all probably thinking, that this dude just has some guest content of himself. No, I'm actually here with two lovely that ladies. That was my idea. Um, and I couldn't help but interject in the conversation that they were having in regards to men and approaching them. And one problem that they seem to have uh, going on. So, ladies, if you wouldn't mind, maybe give me a little insight into something that you've experienced that we were previously discussing. Discussing. Um, that you feel like is a problem that the grown folks could talk about. Okay, well, um, what we were discussing was. So I'm gonna just pause it right there. Do you guys know who that is? Pause Master. You guys, because she she provided content for is us. Is that before. Marissa? Again? That's Marissa. Hey, Marissa. Okay, so I just wanted to accentuate that Marissa's back again. I told her if she keeps, back like she never left. If she keeps on giving good quality content like this, we're gonna have to have her on an episode of Grown Folks Business. Hex, yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, we're kind of taller women. And so we get approached by shorter men. Uh, let's say short would be what five, six, and under, maybe. So is that is that the limit I'm that we got? For me, five, eight, and under. And, oh. and so I guess we are so at for, for me five about five, six, and under. And so we'll add the caveat that you know what I mean when you when you put the heels on. Yes, it's a little bit You're of a, it's a little three. awkward. It's a little right. We're, we we are <laughs> six foot three. <laughs> I know the and they, and they still short. And, and they still short. Unless so, they got on boots. Yes. Yeah, so the discussion was really um, how do. I guess, how do certain women feel about dating shorter men? and Or how do you feel about looking down, saying thank you for all your compliments of beauty that <laughs> night? So, and and, and, and uh, for our listeners, I just want y'all to know that these young ladies accentuated that they might even be inclined to date a broke man that was tall, as opposed <laughs> no. to a short man with a gang of money. Wait, wait, wait. Money I didn't say all that. Hold up, hold up. Depending on how much the money is. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey. Hold on, no. So, I do feel like it is my insecurities that will that have me that has me refusing to date a guy shorter than me. I feel like you know if we get married and have children, like what happens when someone needs to get something in the high cabinet? And I'm 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 a little more open. I'm not opposed to dating a shorter guy, but it does feel a little awkward um, to be looking down on him versus the other way. And I am concerned about having short babies, and I don't want the short children. <laughs> you know, I think shorter guys are more concerned when it comes to that. I think I feel like you're kind of. 
is it fetishize? Fetishize is the word. Sure. Fetish. Yeah, yeah. fetish. That is kind of like a fetish. Like, oh, like I always get compliments on my legs and how like tall, like the stallion type of compliment. Yeah, but standard it, compliment. Uh-oh. Wait, have you ever been called a stallion before? Absolutely. How does that make you feel? Interest, like it. If you I didn't like grunt after, you ain't real. Grunt, girl, you out here looking like a stallion. If you didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. Before we get into it, it's only a little bit more left. Let's just listen. Let's listen. Okay, okay. I don't know why it keeps doing that. Yeah, you eat trash. Hey, you ultimately trash. Yo, I, that's crazy though. Like now that I think, I just think about it in terms of like that is a thing though. Like taller women and, and shorter men. But you know what? I also feel like y'all would throw. I'm a, yeah. I'm gonna just keep going while you get that. Going. I want to finish the, their conversation I do though. Too, but... but he ain't getting it to go. Yeah, I don't know why it's not. So that that was the gist. Yeah, that was the gist. I okay. think it's, I think it's just um, you know we all have complexes of what we think about like in a partner or something like that. Where we just can't, we always look at how other people would like perceive us, you know, how we would look, you know, with this person. And like, to me, it's like, you know, if you happy, you happy. You know what I mean? And I think um, another thing that I was thinking about too, though, like, y'all don't really care about that. I think women care more about. He always has the answer. I do. I, I feel like women care more about security than they do anything else. You don't think height. Plays a role oh, in protection and security. Not if, not if. Like, he, are you talking security financially or? She security? just said it too. Like, if if your man's is you know five seven, but he's making five point seven million a year, you're gonna be all right. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, I always find it fascinating when uh guys date short girls. Cause I'm like, you're gonna be mad when your son can't make JV. Um, but, <laughs> but wait, wait, is that? Is, I, I know, I know a lot of people. That's funny. Like, That's funny. I, I really like think that. about that. Like you, you're breeding for your next generation, and you know. But for me, um, like I have been approached by shorter guys in the past. How short are we going? Because you're what five ten? I'm five ten without barely. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I'm five ten. Barely is right because <laughs> one time I was measured, they said five nine and three quarters. Bitch, what? <laughs> <laughs> he was waiting. Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, I've been approached by, I mean, I've been approached by some bite-sized men. Uh, there was a man, um, on, definitely on trips, I'm always approached by short guys. But I'll have to tell you, the short guys come with it. Like, you can tell that a lot of taller guys have always used their height as a crutch, and they've never needed to bring anything real to the table, because mm. it's like, oh, I'm tall, so of course you're going to go, like, of course you're going to want to talk to me, because I'm tall. We 6'5 together. These short guys, they be coming with it, okay? They have personality. Um, for me, I don't really care as much. Um, but society has its hand on what a, a couple is supposed to look like. So I think the only reason why people have an issue with it is just societal rules. Have you dated a guy shorter than you? Mm-hmm. How much shorter? Because you're 5'10". How, I'm how 5'10". Short? He was probably like maybe 5'8", five, 5'7". Okay, so then- And he was dope. Like, when I tell you he was dope, like, all of our conversations were always lit. We always had a great time. So when y'all went out, did you wear flats more often, or did you? were you still able to wear heels? I wore what I wanted to wear. So if when you wore heels, did you ever, like, go out and be like, damn, I do look like I'm, like, 6'2 today, and he's 5'4"? No, because I'll tell you, I think we've talked about it previously on another episode. Um, for me, it's more about your energy. Mm-hmm. So I've been with guys who are taller than me in my heels and been like, I am so much larger than you because your personality, your energy is trash. I it's feel so like minimum. A, and- but, like... If you are shorter and your energy is big and it's bigger than me, like we're we're good. 
And I think that's part of that security piece too. When I when I say security, it doesn't even have to be just financial security. It can also be like emotional security too, though. Yeah, you know like I mean? if you can, and I don't I don't like saying things like if you can handle me because like I'm not an animal to be handled. <laughs> but it's like <laughs> it's if your energy can support me and mine, we're good to go. Like I'm not that pressed about height. Like of course it always it feels better. That's what we're used to seeing. It looks better. Um, but when it comes down to it, I want to know that we have a connection and we can sit across the table. Talk, laugh, you know, debate. Let, let me ask you a question about something that you just said. Why does it look better? Because that's what society says it's supposed to look like. Because a man's supposed to be taller than a woman? Yeah. Because I can't even tell you the number of people I've had be like, oh, well, you can't date him because he's not tall enough for you. Mm. Mm, what makes you think that we can't date? Oh, because society says that he's not tall enough. Okay, but since society says that, does that make you feel uncomfortable? Not necessarily, again, it's about the energy. Because, I, like I said, I've been with guys who are taller than me who I feel like I'm taller than because their energy is so shrunken. All right, see, so you're trying to be a PC. What if no, he, I'm no, not. Listen, listen, listen. What if he's just a little man all around? I can't do that. If your energy is. If your energy is small and you're physically small, no. No, no. But what if he has that energy, but like you never worry, like, man, if I need somebody to defend me, I'm on my own? If he has... Wait, say that one more time. Like, you got to think about it. I think the security thing also, um, it, it, it goes away from finances. And security also has to do with the stereotypical view is a woman should and needs to feel safe with her man. Mm-hmm. But what if he's just a bite-sized man where you're thinking to yourself, like, if it popped off... We got to run. Oh, no, I'm not dating him. <laughs> and that goes into what I'm saying. Your energy can't be that small. No, no, no. Again, he's boisterous. He got the same move as Kevin Hart. You know what I'm saying? When the fight getting ready to jump off, he going to throw his arms and his legs real quick. And if that don't work, both y'all dead. So, like, he, he, he got great energy. He's boisterous. He knows but, how to communicate. As a matter of fact, he could probably talk you out of 90% of the situations that you would be in that would be volatile. But what about that 10% where you know if it Well, di- I mean, honestly, I would hope that my man is not fighting ever. I don't ever want my man to have to go to blows with anybody. That's just straight up because, no, we're not. We're not going to do that if we can help it. Okay. Um... But I think talking is a gift. If you're able to talk your way out of fights, that is a gift. Like, if you're able to de-escalate situations and talk it down, I'm here for it. What if he but- had a little voice? Hey, I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, but look. Hey, Martell, hey, leave us alone. Listen, no, listen, no. If <laughs> your voice is not deeper than mine, we can't do it. Your voice got to be deeper than mine. What if he got a little voice, but he hard? <laughs> Pause. I, w- I wish these cats would come up, run up on you. Know what I mean, Star? Star? No, look at me. I'm serious. That you know dude, I mean? that dude, that dude that you describing got a perm and his slick back too. No, and a hoop earring. No, like low key, he looked like he'd be normal with a little bit more leg. He just got a soft voice. Like, could you? No, do- I'm okay with. Yeah, none of that. I think that would be fine if you. Y'all can just hold gotta it- text a lot. <laughs> if you can hold it down. In more ways than one. Okay. We're good to go. But you can't be you you it's it's a it's a give and take for sure. You can't I don't expect to meet somebody who has all my boxes checked, but like there are some boxes that will have to be checked if you are shorter than me. Gotcha. So what about you, Carl? Because you date a girl that was taller than you. I don't think uh well, here's the thing, and I'm gonna pose this to you too then. Sure. Would it's not I haven't dated a girl that was taller than me. Um, but I don't approach women that are taller than me either. So I like, I was out earlier today and I seen a chick and I was like, yo, she easily, you know, five eleven, you know, six feet. And I was like, yeah, I, there's no way in hell. 
because I, I just can't even think of or even fathom like having my neck up, you know, looking at old girl like, hey, how you doing? Just have her sit down so, while y'all kicking. No, 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 no. But on a serious note, so what is it about her height that intimidates you? That's just too much for me. Like aesthetics, aesthetic wise, like so it, it's because of how it looks to other people. Like I couldn't even date a chick with a voice deeper than mine. Like if you came up to me like, hey, what's up, bro? Like you taking away certain masculine qualities away from me that I need to have personally myself. Okay. So would- how tall are you, Cease? Uh, who am I talking to? Oh, man, <laughs> I'm six foot with these boots. That's what, okay, so could you holler at a chick that was six one? Oh six, no, 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 no. I, I'll give you a real life example. I've dated a girl taller than me. How tall was she? Uh, taller than me. She was in the six. And it's funny to me because I I see a lot of celebrities now, even especially, and the guys are short and their girls are taller, and everybody's like, "Oh, they look so great." But then in real life, people are like, "Absolutely not." And I'm like, "Y'all hold the ce- celebrities up to this high standard for anything else? Why is this different?" Um, I think, I think everybody, for everybody, it's a preference, but I, I hear this quite often that like height is like this, like determining factor. This person could be amazing, have great morals, could like match up with you personality wise, but that height. And that's why I keep asking the question, is it because of how you perceive it? Or is it because of how you feel like other people will look at you? It's how other people, look, I think it's how other people look at, which you. is extremely honest. And the star, what about for you? I mean, I'm okay with it because I don't care as much about what other people have to say about my personal life. So, like, that's why I've been in situations where I've been okay with it. Okay, fair enough. But um, again, you got to be coming with something extra, too. Not extra, but you have to be coming with something else. So, like, the fact that I knew that when we were out, you know, if if it went down, you would have me. The fact that we would have, like, the most amazing conversations and intellectual, funny, like, music. But even with the about voice. Everything. Cease, what is your obsession with this voice? No, I just want to talk to you about, you know what I mean? Like He he talked like, so, I'll be sure. So, socioeconomic statuses and whatnot, star. <laughs> I know you deep and stuff. Like Michael Jackson's voice? Well. Hey, can you grab me that box of cereal off the top of the... Never mind. Tricks, please. I'll go get my stool. Okay. <laughs> so it, it was just an interesting conversation that I overheard, and I'm very, very thankful to the two ladies that provided the content because I, I it really caught me off guard because I'm thinking to myself, like, as an individual, if I'm looking for, you know, if I was in a position where I'm looking for a partner, I wouldn't... You better shoot your shot and make sure your kids make varsity. Well, I mean, just saying, though, I don't feel like I would let that be a deterrent because you don't know when y'all have somebody come around that, like, checks That's off... That's just super dope. ...the majority of the boxes. It just happens that they're high. You know what I mean? The height? Yeah. Height? Really? Like that's it. We, that's the one thing. Yeah, we we that is so powerful that it could cause you to miss out on the best relationship that you could ever have potentially. And so they brought up some good points though, and I think that the ones Whoa. that they, they brought up were the protection is like if you have a dude smaller than you, then you already know. Like if you if you can beat him up, yeah, I, I couldn't that, beat that, up. That would be an yeah. issue. They talked about having children and wanting tall kids. So if there are you know if the young ladies are short mm-hmm. and they have a short partner, they don't want short children. Um, and then the, I guess the funniest part was like the, the pause that came with the question of, you know, so would you take a broke tall dude over a short dude with money? Stop there. Okay. Could your girl make more than you? Oh, we're, we're flipping the whole. Yeah. She can. I feel like I've done that more times in my life. How did that make you feel though? You were okay with that? Like, 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 let's say like, if you didn't have the money to go do something, you know what I mean? I know that light is getting you. Uh, let's say if you didn't have the money to go do something and she's like, nah, don't worry, I got it. But that's like the fourth time that month. Hey, that would be dope because I feel like I've spent the majority of my life having to treat women. There's somebody driving or typing up right now like, yo, I'm not about to sit up here and pay for a dude. 
you know, for everything. Oh, it's lots of girls that do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, mean, I feel like some girls use that as like an attractiveness feature. Is that they they bring? I, I know people that are in relationships where that was the allure of the relationship. That's it's fair. Like, I know when you know by dating this individual, I'm gonna pay reduced rent, or mm-hmm. so they don't have something on my car note, or we all know or like they that. put a little, you know, and they let me have access to their account because they come from money or whatever it may be. I got lots of friends like that, and I feel like that's that's a culture in itself, especially when it comes to men. Mm. You know, like having a sugar mama sugar is a mama real is thing. Lit. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's definitely a real thing. And so it's typically an older woman too, anyway. No, no, it's not. No, I, I feel think like, it is. I feel like it's somebody that feels like they have to use that as a component to attract. That's their highlight. Yeah, that's one of the. You know what I mean? Like, oh, so you're saying that they're missing something attributes? on the outside? Then. I feel like if I not feel like necessarily on the outside, but well, I'll tell you, I feel like those relationships wouldn't be going on if the other person didn't have the money that they did. I know a couple of situations like that. Mm. And, you know, like on, you know, on the surface, it's not spoken, but you see it. I mean, you remember that Fresh Prince episode where he started dating that one girl because she had money and she was like, oh, well, I guess, um, where she was like, well, I guess this Harley will have to go back because, you know, you're not dating (laughs) me. And he was like, oh, no, no problem. (laughs) Like, you know, that's a real thing. Yeah. Um, And then that episode was interesting because when she was done using him, she was like, no, I want all my stuff back. Yeah. So that was, you know. It is what it is. But. If you give it to me, you're not getting it back. <laughs> you, you All right. Them things better come with a lease paper. I was going to no. say, you be go in front see, of... We go see Judge Mathis. Hey, I was going to say, you be, in front of, you be in front of your best friend, Judy. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think it's interesting how much weight we put into height. Um, just, you know. Well, I, everybody has that thing. It just, again, it just really and, ca- caught me off guard that height was that important. And I will I say, like let, me clear, like, let me be clear that a taller man would be a preference of mine, but I'm not going to be like, no, I can't date you because you're short. Now I will say with online dating, I will not entertain somebody who their numbers check out shorter than me. But if we were to meet in person and I'll be telling you, these short dudes be coming hard with it. Like, oh, they got to. Their yeah. confidence is out of control. Because they've probably been pricing out properties and thinking to themselves, like, I'll never use them shelves. <laughs> Unless I get hurt. I'll never store nothing on top of the refrigerator. Yeah. Oh, man. So, to our our guests, uh, we actually came across this ingenious idea that was... Well, no, it wasn't even our idea. Carl's mom actually gave us this great idea about how we can engage people when we're coming across them in the community and get them uh, to contribute specifically to our new segment, Word on the Street. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know we can talk about it a little bit more, but just be aware, folks, that we got something coming around the pike um, that should be pretty innovative as it pertains to podcasts and how we're just interacting with you all. So stay tuned for that. If we see you on the streets, yeah, you know us. There you go. You, <laughs> hey, you grown? I'm grown. We all grown. Um, so can we get into trivia? Because I've been pretty hot lately. And, oh, that was me. My yeah. bad. And I'm trying to. I'm trying to seek. So is it? Is it me and you, Carl? Yeah, it is me and you. Hey, and his reaction time is it's real slow today, so I feel like I'm about to start a streak. I don't know what it is, man. I've been trying to, like, get there. It's been a, a very interesting week. Y'all ready for trivia? Oh, wait, we got to hit drop. So what's what's the name of trivia again? Uh, what's Got him! All right, y'all, it's time for got him. Got him! I really like that drop. Let's give you a rundown on the rules real quick, okay? So, uh, as a person, as the the contributor is reading the question for trivia, 
Okay, if you say got him in the in the middle of the sentence, the person that is the person that is reading the trivia stops there. You laugh at everything I do. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much. You, you, nope, I'm gonna finish. <laughs> the, person, the person that is reading stops reading, and then they have a chance to uh, answer that question. If the person misses the question, then you're able to get a rebuttal in. We're playing first to two. I'm just glad I already know the rules. You got your ears pierced lately? No, my ears have always been pierced. I just never wear earrings. Oh, okay. You look 60 today. Do I? Hey. You're the one that made me wear this. Aging backwards. <laughs> I'll take it. All right, here we go. All right, so again, the name of the game is Got Him. Ah! Got him! Gotcha. I'm sorry, it's not Got Him. It's Got Him. Got Him. Got Him. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to read the questions, and the first person to say Got Him will be called upon to give their response. And then I will inform you whether or not you are correct. And the other person will have an opportunity to steal. Got it. I got one win on the books, right? Just yeah, one, real just quick. One. Okay, cool. Just as many as everybody else. All right. Okay. Number one. <laughs> Name the two main characters in Coming to America, acted by Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall. Got him. Simi. And Prince Akeem. Mm. Good job. Woo. Hey, why did I think Simi was uh, uh, Eddie Murphy? I, I knew he was Prince Akeem. That's why I paused for a second. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Simi. Um, okay. Number two. There are only two players in the history of the NBA to earn championship rings with three different teams. Name one of those athletes. Got him. Big Mavsies. Robert Orr. Mm, you love Robert. Do you know Ory. the other person? I do. No, she does. Oh, <laughs> we, we I do a, love we just, Robert. Ory. We just had a conversation about that two weeks ago. Let him in. Do wait, you know the other person? With three different teams? Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm. My guess is James Jones. Nah, John Sally. Oh, oh get that. both with Lakers. But um, interestingly enough, okay. Lakers was the common denominator. Okay, third question: What year? Did the first version of Men in Black come out? Got him. 2001. Eh! The first version of Men in Black? Yeah. Oh, okay. That was, it was in the 90s. CC have a chance to steal. 98. Eh! All right. I don't feel that bad. What's the year? 1997. Oh, uh, yeah. I knew it was in the 90s. Okay. I, I tried to track from Independence Day. That part was, what, 96? Today! We declared. I don't remember. It was a minute ago. Mm. Okay, okay. We got a little match here. Yeah, one and do. one. Okay. Um. Ready? Yep. What team won the 2018 FIFA World Cup? Got, got him. Oh, I need a rock paper scissor. He got it. One, one, one rock paper scissor. Go. I'm gonna just say the answer. It was France. If this was against me, you'd be like, and the rules, the well, rules. Well, no, but what did he say? He said, I'll let him have it. Yeah. I'll let him have it. CC went by do, default. He... <laughs> Carl, you got to stop being so nice in trivia. People be winning because you be giving Who did they away. play? Croatia? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that was my guess. I didn't watch the uh, the World Cup last week. What was the score? Two to one. No. Four to two. Four to two. Man, that's a high score game. Yeah, it was. I've not watched ESPN or nothing in the last week and a half, two weeks. I've been really on the grind. That's crazy. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. 
I love Robert Ori. Can I just say that again? Yes, you do. Yeah, I was going to say, you've said it before. He's bae. And now, The The Runaround. runaround. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all, it's time for The Runaround. The Runaround. All right, so we're back for another segment of The Runaround. And today, I am glad to announce that we have a guest to help us out. Um, this is going to give us another opportunity to do what your name is, which I'm excited about because I won trivia last week. So I'm super amped to see. <laughs> I'm it. not even dealing with you. <laughs> he is not going to let I'm you not, not know you. about that. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. Um, there uh-huh. we go. We good. Humble yourself. Man. I'm just saying if, if anybody missed last yep, week's yep. episode, then <laughs> just get it together, man. This guy's jacking up a struggle right now, y'all. All right. Are we back? I'm We've back. been here. I'm back. Um, so, again, like I was saying, I won trivia last week, so I'm hopeful to get another victory right now. Um, but without further ado, we do have a guest that's going to be joining us today. Um, this gentleman is an artist and an organizer. The only reason I said that is because that's how he told me to describe himself. But even as we were sitting here before we started recording. The artist formerly known when he, as when the he, organizer. Look, listen. <laughs> that would have been a good what your name is, and I know you yeah, didn't think about that. Yeah, that's crazy. All good. Too late. Go ahead, see, he's my bad. I didn't mean to cut you off like that. We were trying to give him the rundown about what the runaround was about, and he totally just organized the whole segment for us. Because right. he's an organizer. Yeah, because he's an artist and an organizer. <laughs> he came in here with a uh, San Diego Safari Park bag. Yeah. I, I ain't never even seen a Safari Park bag. <laughs> Look. Don't tell nobody else that. I was going to say, we, we should mind our grown folks' business, because this gentleman came in with an agenda. So, like I said, without further ado, um, sir, could you introduce yourself to the people? <clears throat> Thank you. That was a that was a very nice introduction. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so okay. Name. So how about this? I'll, I'll help you out. What's your name? Okay, I wasn't sure if I should read these. No, 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 no. And see, okay. I, I I seen that. So <laughs> listen, like, do I open it to tell you? You uh, can you can give your real <laughs> name. name we'll I'll, we'll go through what your name is, okay. and then you can tell us if we did a good enough job to refer to you as the new name, or if mm. you want to keep the one that you came with. Oh, okay. that's an option. We've too. got options. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my name is Jeffrey Alonzo Um All right. I'm, wait a minute. Yeah. S- slow yeah, it down. You know the family big. I told him in the text the other day. I, I still say his name like I got a mouthful of Skittles. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I was dead, bro. Look, I, 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 I just learned how to pronounce Janae Iko, so I'm gonna need you to say your name one more time. All right. We uh, we're gonna do it together. All right. Y'all ready? Yes. Okay. So we're gonna say Ka. Wait, I thought we were going to start with Jeffrey, so I had a victory. Oh. <laughs> quick what, quick dub. Okay, Jeffrey. 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 Alonzo. 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 All right, the next one, we break it down to syllables. Okay. Ka. 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 Oh, my bad. Ka. Ra. 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 Kara. Ha. Kara. Ha. Wait, let's just go syllables. Ka. Ka. Ra. Ra. Ha. Ha. Mu. Mu. He. He. To. Kara Mu, yeah, it ain't gonna happen. No, wait, wait, I got you. I know you for years, bro. Like, you know, like people be like I N D E P E. So can I try? I need to add a syllable to it, like Karahumeto. That was phenomenal. I'm shocked. Go tell my second grade teacher that she's down the street. I went to Zamorano. Go tell Miss Lagannon that. Well, that's why she stopped at the second grade because third would have been too much for her. That's where the hard name She was a good teacher. Okay. She okay. was we'll a good give teacher. Her I can't. I'm here. Okay. No, nah, maybe she will. No, nah, I'm joking. Yes. She's cool. She's good so one. now that we know your name and your second grade experience, can you tell us a yes. little bit more about the here and now and things that you got going on? Not much has changed since second, okay. unfortunately. Lies um, and <laughs> um, Yeah, bro. Uh, I pretty much 
I'm a political person that is creative. And I every like for the most part, I found a way to kind of work both. Okay. Um, both spaces. Okay. So in a political sense, mm-hmm. what's the I mean, if you can talk about it, what's the last activity <laughs> that you were involved in or something that you had an influence on? If I tell y'all, uh, I'm going to have to kill you. Okay. Well, look. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, I'm just like, I was going to say, if you go off the call first, I think I can make it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this brother, y'all, I don't know if that your your followers know, but uh, you're kind of big too, so I probably won't fight y'all. And there's three of y'all, so we good. I'll don't don't tell him that. He started thinking, he, 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 look at it. I was going to say, Star's the tough one. <laughs> he ain't lying. That's where we get our street cred from. Yeah. We we good though. We ain't gonna beef. But um <laughs> uh yeah, no, politically, uh I organize so and I know that sounds like a lofty thing. At the end of the day, it's I work with folks and just really say like what do you want to see change in your community? Okay. Um, what's going well mm. and how can we how can I be a resource to you? And oftentimes it's like development mm-hmm. and showing people how to navigate the systems that are already around us. Gotcha. So like, yeah. Does that make sense? No, it does. Beautiful yeah, it does. explanation mm-hmm. of it. So like in a, in a professional sense, we, uh, we're involved with youth in the community. So I'm just wondering, does any, any of the work that you do involve uh, the youth here in San Diego? Oh yeah. Heavily, heavily. Um, it's weird too. Cause like, so I got into this role. I was mm-hmm. a teacher. Okay. Um, what grade? High school. Okay, we're gonna come back to that. Uh, that's a good time. It was lit. <laughs> I love that age. Beyond that, no. That's like my favorite middle school and high school. I don't school. know about this new kids. generation we got going on now. Though. That's a tough generation. But well, you were saying, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I was a teacher. Um, I had done organizing stuff when I was younger mm-hmm. in college and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a lot of problems as y'all did, like fee hikes and stuff, and I was just like. Like, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And one of my teachers, one of my professors was like, hey, like, you should go change it. Mm. I'm like, what? Like, I can? I, I can? I can do that? Yeah. And then, like, started doing stuff here and there and actually found out my family was much more involved in organizing than I knew. Mm. So when I started, they were like, this is, this is our tradition. Yeah. You know, like, really do this. Okay. Um, so it's cool. Like, y'all probably know there's things you might not know. The resources around you until yeah. you try without them. That's true. And then the resources start popping up. That's very, very true. Um, so it's kind of, yeah. Okay. Well, we're we're glad to have you here. We're glad to hear about the things that you, you know you got going on. If people wanted to find you, how could they find you? At Alonzo underscore no on Instagram. And is um, that like N-O? Uh, thank you. Um, A-L-O-N-Z-O underscore K-N-O-W. Or they can go to my website, uh, Alonzo No dot co. Oh y'all, Alonzo No. Oh yeah, he know. Call. He for he sure know. know. Hey, and you know when he walked in, that's actually what went through my mind. I was like, oh, he know. He know. <laughs> he I know. Yeah, he Wait, too. When did you he cut know. the dreads off? You had dreads, bruh. I c- it was a while back. <laughs> we go because you really look like Kyle back. now, the rapper. That's they, what it is. I, w- I wish I had Kyle money. Someone thought I was him at a concert. They came up, they were like, "Can I take a photo with you?" I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and, I, and I look at him like, like. I was kind of happy, but I was confused too because right, I'm like, right, I ain't right. shit. And then, the, and then when I they gauged my reaction, they're like, Kyle, right? I was like, Yeah, I'm Kyle. And this, we took the photo. Person walked off, and I felt I felt like shit to be straight up. I'm, like, yeah, I'm, I'm over here clout grabbing. I'm actually helping Kyle get more money. 
Or maybe it hurt him. I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. I wish. So, so we brought this gentleman here for the runaround. So, would somebody like to explain what the runaround is? And since we do, no, have... no, no, no. What's your name is? Go ahead. Yeah, man. yeah. we need to know his name. See? Oh no, no, we we were gonna get to that, but I figured. Oh, you, you know, want to do? Oh, so you want to do this? I just, I just Carl's want you... been doing a great job explaining. I just the want you to explain so you do it, Carl. what this actual You're segment so is. That was, that's what you said. <laughs> don't <laughs> wink at me. <laughs> The runaround is pretty much, uh, it's a halftime in between our episode. Um, in previous runarounds, when, when it goes, uh, you know, how, how if it goes on schedule, we'll be pretty, or not on schedule, but if it goes to plan, what we do is we time out um, a topic discussion. Carl, you make me look like a liar. I'm not making you look like a liar. <laughs> now, that's your best Carl. talking to the <laughs> let me Let me help you out. I'm, just, I'm dying in this sweat right it's now. Okay. Too. It's okay. I, I got you. It's all good, bro. I got you. So the runaround is a segment that we do to break the monotony of whatever the overwhelming topic is in the episode. We get 60 seconds each, respectively, and within those 60 seconds, um, we address the topic that's at hand. So we pick a topic, and you can't debate it. So you can say mm. whatever you want to, and there's no rebuttal, but you only have 60 seconds to give your response. So you have to choose your words wisely. Since you are a guest, mm. we will allow you to pick the order. So some people find it to their advantage to let other people go before them. Mm. Some people want to go first but before we do that we have to give you a name so we're going to play what your name is so you have some papers right there in front of you what i need you to do is read each paper the way it out loud the way you think it should be pronounced we i'm gonna i'm gonna make a new rule for what your name is we're gonna do our best not to influence you in any way either (laughs) way why would you make that a rule and then you can pull out a weapon listen (laughs) listen. you go choose And when you select the name that you feel like is the best out of the three, you can either we can either continue to call you by your government, mm-hmm. or you can go with the new nickname. Okay, okay. So please, it is dope. Okay, let's see what you got. <clears throat> the first one is uh, J Org the artist. Ooh, I feel like this is like the missing member of B two K. J Org. J Org. Basically, your name is Jorg. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Basically. didn't we just say we're not going to be influenced? Why no, it's not yours. <laughs> Peoples. <laughs> okay. Like the Shaft movie? No. <laughs> we know who that is. Peoples. My peoples. Hey, I people call me that. Okay. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So wait, hold on. We're going to pause. If you had to pick between those two without hey, looking no, at the Never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Organized swag artists, also known as OSA. That's how long. Oh, OSA. I had to really eat my words on that one. <laughs> I don't know about that one. It's too long. I thought we weren't influenced. My bad. Okay. So you got you got three in front of you. If you had to pick one, what would you Choose say? Choose the right one. I, th- I think I'm choosing Osa. Are OSA. you really? Yeah. I like it. Why? Because like acronyms wait, are kind of mysterious. Wait, was that yours? Don't do it. Was it yours? Don't do it. It was yours? I ain't, I don't have time for you today. Wait, was it yours? <laughs> I don't have time. Hold on. I only got two arms. Hold on. I was it yours? I don't have time for him today. Wait, did you, did you pick that name for yourself? <laughs> if I have to choose one of the three? Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather go by my name though. Okay. But, yeah. but if so you we all lost. To... <laughs> Next. Yeah. I'm so, moving so listen, on. Historically, we're not very good at what your name is. That's, <laughs> okay, I go bad and shit. Jay Org is it? Jay Org, the artist, is everything. Well, look, well, I don't on. know why y'all are. But listen, you know, just just for our purposes, just remember he did pick mine. He chose the what best. What was second? Of... <laughs> but there is no second in what your name is. Come through. <laughs> People's was last place. <laughs> <laughs> 
was like, he's for the people. I was like, I was like, a short. Jay Ward, the artist, I knew that y'all was going to be long. Jay Ward, the artist, was lit. And I seen it. He didn't even have the nerve to put an apostrophe in he could have at least he could have at least like, showed another sheet but it was a line sheet and I was like yeah the ego know that that one was mine because of the line sheet I actually had the apostrophe in there okay so you know if, if if you want to use the OSA in you know any business ventures by all means that's your, yours you can trademark it copyright it the whole thing we're giving what, that to what you. is OSA Thank am I missing something that's, uh, that's what you do like for safety in a workhouse no that's OSHA <laughs> <laughs> right, OSHA or, or, OSHA manual organized swag artist Oh yeah, I missed that. Yeah, that is really I'm dope. visual, so I wouldn't have got that without looking mm. at it. But yeah, that makes sense. So what's in the bag, man? What you got in here? What so in the wait, world is in that bag? Yeah, I want to so know what's what in the bag. So that, that's bag. what I was talking about earlier. Is that <laughs> he he came with his own presentation. So by all means, sir, you do have a bag over there, and I feel like there's a method to the contents of the bag. So we would love to know what you got going on. Cool. Thank you. you uh, got it. The, the, so first is I'm Rwandan. I'm half Rwandan, so I'm half East African. Oh, okay. I was definitely gonna ask. Yeah, that's the last name. You know, mm-hmm. it's not your typical American name. And um, so like when you show up to somebody's house, like you come if you can. You know, if you have the means, so you bring something. So I was like, you know, this is y'all home. This is y'all space. Thank you for inviting me to it. So I'm gonna bring something. Okay. Uh, and you try to make it something of like culture and value. So okay. y'all will see what. I'm about all right. So the first, so we got three options. You want me to tell you what they are, or we'll guess. Whatever is easiest for you to and, oh, and explain. This it. Your show. Okay. If we have to guess, <laughs> I feel like I need a clue because I have no idea at okay. this moment. So it's oh good. Let, yeah, let's keep it. Let's keep it confusing. All right. So either it's either, <laughs> and this word's gonna get weird because y'all are all gonna have to choose a let a letter. You have to agree on a letter. So it's either gonna be T, P, or V. T, P, or V? T, V, or P. Oh, in that order. It, T, it could be v, any. or P. Choose one of those So letters. we need to deliberate? Wait, do we need to do, leave the room while we deliberate? Do, do we all get a respective letter? No. You all choose a letter and then that thing comes out. Can we pick the same letter? You have to choose the same we letter. We have to. We, we have, have to deliberate and choose. We have to choose the same letter. Why do we have to? Oh, we're Because coll- that's the rule. Because then the, All right, I'm going with P. Out. You're making this harder what it wow, needs to be. I'm going wow. to go with P. That's my vote for P. What's your <laughs> well, that's vote? That's what I was saying. Like, if he says P, oh, can democracy. I say P? Yep. I can say P also? We all have to choose one letter, correct? You, you as a group have to make a... Yes. Oh. You have to vote. That's you got to vote. And I voted for P. For us. Oh, no, for me. <laughs> no, no, no. No, there is no we, me. This we is collectively community. get one letter. Right. Collectively. As one unit. Grown folks business gets one I get that. Okay, so it's I'm out. voting for P. <laughs> for the group. <laughs> for myself. So no, no, no. Jeff, get, you get what I'm saying, I, right? Yeah. Saying they're they're making making vote. So what's your vote? Hey, they make it very like more difficult with it. And I'm going to go with P because it just is the okay. deciding vote. So then, we, so then so I'm outnumbered, so then so P it is. We're going with P. There we go. So they have the majority. So P stands for paint. So the first thing that I brought was... Uh, this is a. I, there's three of them in here, and when we're done, I'll sign them and give them to y'all. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. So this is a. So one of the things, obviously, like I said, coming in here was. Uh, oh, here you want to see them? They're, yeah. Let yeah, yeah. me pass them, uh, and I'll say like the idea behind it. So this was a series I did in 2016, I think. Wow. Um, I'll I'll send like the little description and shit. Um, <clears throat> I went up to uh, uh, Ferguson when Michael Brown was killed. Mm. And um, I was organizing there with some folks. It was great spiritual experience. Met organizers from all around the country slash world. And um, when I came back, um, at that same time, I was a painter. And I was just like, my mind was spinning. I had all these, like, you know, all this emotion. Yeah, I'm sure. 
and I cranked out like 20 pieces. You know, it was just like two weeks of just painting. And then I got signed to a gallery. Wow. Right. It was just like, you know, sometimes when we see hard shit mm-hmm. or we're very emotional, we're able to just like pour into the things we care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like so much happened. And that was the first painting. So I get I get signed to this gallery. It's overwhelming. I'm making more money than I ever have from art. And then um and then uh they're like, All right, your first show's in like two months. And I'm like, What the fuck? What am I gonna do? Yeah. And like just grab old paintings and put them on the wall. And so that was one of the ones I put up. And it was also my favorite. And it was the first painting to sell in that show. We're gonna uh, just to not to cut you off. But yeah, I'm kind of rambling. We're, we're gonna put this on social media <laughs> because I'm quite sure at this point people are saying to themselves, "What does it look what, like? What, 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 is, what is he looking at?" So by the time this this episode airs, they'll be able to go on social media. Like right now, you can go on social media and check out this photo uh, or this painting. I apologize because uh, it, it's deep, and I'm I'm just trying to I'm trying to for this picture specifically. What mm. was the motivation? So ironically, it was purpose, okay. right? So like really thinking of being intentional with what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that whole series, I think that one was, the series was called PS World Peace. Mm-hmm. So it was like, the idea is that there's, there's, this is after World Peace has occurred. Yeah. Right? And then there's a letter. And mm-hmm. like at the end of the letter, it's like, the letter talks about what World Peace is and like how it happened. Yeah. Which are the paintings within the show. Okay. And then at the end, it's like, oh yeah, PS, we had World Peace. Wow. Yeah. And that was one of the pieces of it. So it's like purpose is a part of world peace. Interesting. Yeah, you know we gotta try to get like and, layers. And I like the PS is world peace because it's like it's almost like you have this whole dialogue and it's just like, well, you know what? What, what, what is what, it? You know how did how did we tie this together? And it's like, oh yeah, by the way, world peace. Yeah, I tried to. You know, I think at least with like visual arts mm-hmm. or just you know, I, I think that's the field I'm most comfortable in. It's a uh, curiosity is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. It's not even necessarily a solid answer. Yeah. I think a lot of folks see like, mm. a pretty painting and they're like, oh, I see the answer. But if you really look at it, like the great, some of the greatest visual artists weren't the ones that gave you answers, but they gave you questions yeah. or they provoked questions. Of course. Um, so I try to kind of veer more in that tradition. Yeah. So uh, I hope y'all fuck with them. Those are like the last ones, too, from that set. I don't wow. have a line. Yeah, yeah, those are those ones. I think that's like the la- I'll, I might re- I'll probably reprint them just because okay. I care about it. Yeah, and I don't even own the original anymore. But um, yeah, I'll sign them and stuff, and you know, yeah, that's pretty yeah, dope. art. Yo, we have yeah. fun. Yeah, I find it fascinating because that's we were actually thing. talking about purpose before the show jumped off. So I'm like, wow. Yeah, no, that's, no, why that's, pretty- that's why I didn't say anything. I was like, I got I got your answer <laughs> right here. So, so listen, I'm gonna tell you, I'll tell you something important. You're yeah. actually the first guest. That has come in and brought us something. I mean, all of our guests have brought us something in terms of content. Well, Melissa brought mimosas. Oh, no short change of mimosas. She did bring mimosas. I got you. I got you. Out the brothers' brunch. Yeah, no, she definitely. We're still going shopping for their rompums. The brunch at this point. I can say somebody went to brunch and was like, "No, Carl and she said they do it." (laughs) We still shopping for y'all rompums. Don't worry. Mm. No, we're not. We're definitely no. Not. I'm not getting any rompums. So, but y'all wore overalls. I'm not dealing with y'all. So, so like we were saying when we first started with the segment, the runaround is obviously yeah. a, you know you get the opportunity to have 60 seconds to answer a question. Mm. Now, typically we we come with with one in you know one in the back, but we always like to allow the opportunity for a question to be asked by our guests. So, if there could just be a question, a conversation that you said, you know what, this conversation needs to be had. I'm gonna throw the topic out there. And I'm going to give these these people, the, you know, the grown folks, the opportunity to give their 60, 60 seconds on it. Is there one that you can think mm. of or, or can we throw one out there at you? 
Yeah, yeah, y'all, y'all throw one. Let me see. I think you brought see. something up uh, two weeks ago, and it was about um, someone was getting voted in or something like that in a group chat, and I asked you what were you talking about, and you said something about like sentencing laws and stuff like that. You remember that? Uh, I think. He's like, I do I, so many text messages. Was, this the, was it was it AB 931? Was it a, was it, <laughs> I know. <laughs> like super specific. Now, uh, was it City Hall? Was I yeah, talking about City Hall? Yeah, City Hall, yeah. So City Hall, that was for, um, that was last Wednesday. God, it seems like forever ago. And that was a bill, that wasn't a bill, but it was to make amendments to the Community Review Board, mm-hmm. which is like an external group of folks that hold police accountable. Mm. Um, it's like kind of making that, that body of people a little more um to have more power and authority because mm-hmm. right now they're very re we'll say this i think and don't quote me on the numbers but it's, it's it should be close 98 percent of the cases that they've reviewed they've agreed with police mm-hmm. and i think there's like one black male that sits on that that was on there but no longer is like when we talk about representation and then where policing occurs um we see why our system is functioning the way it does. So the CRB, yeah, that's what you write. So <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, or do you have a specific question, or because I feel like I have one that kind of comes from that's that? That's cool. Yeah, I just wanted to jog his memory real quick, so then that maybe there's something that derives from that. Does anybody else, or can I take it? It's your world. That's okay. You. So I know for myself that, mm-hmm. um, like the the individuals that came before me, when we would talk about voting. It was it was always a loaded subject, um, and it always came with like a negative connotation of it doesn't really matter. My vote doesn't really count. Yeah. So as persons, people, people of color, like at, you know, as grown folks now, mm-hmm. you know, we were we were children, and we got these lessons from the individuals that came before us. How do you guys feel about voting? Like, well, how has that impacted your life? And do you feel like it's important to you? Like, what does voting mean to you? Because we're coming up you know, on election season and we're living in, you know, I said it before in a previous episode, one of the most polarizing times in U.S. history in terms of just our current administration. So I'm just kind of wondering how how we all feel about voting, especially as California residents, Mm because that then, you know what I mean, adds another intricacy on it in terms of, you know, does it even matter if I vote anyway? Can we do that? Yeah, Jeff, you choose the order then. And there you go. So you either want to go first, you can go last you can go somewhere in between you you tell us uh i'll i'll go last you want to choose the order um that is very gentleman like sometimes let's yeah. just yeah we're good we there right. you gonna, all right we got I'm my time to set the time now i'm gonna try to be really good i know that it's coming every today. time and i'm never ready it's all right that's not necessarily the we're tone here for you bless you bless you okay so we got 60 seconds on the clock and your thingy, my bobber, is gonna sound like this. Cool. All right, start. All right, all right about to call you, <laughs> Star Carl. Start by time. Uh, Star. Star. Go. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That was funny. Your time is started. I know it did. Five um, I think in vo- in terms of voting, man, like I wasn't a really a big, you know, supporter in terms of whether it was the national elections, um, or even it was like local elections, and I think. The big piece of that was that I knew that Fresno wasn't always going to be my home. Mm-hmm. So I tried not to get really enmeshed in that community for the local um, at that point when I was in school. And then when I looked at the national elections and everything, I don't know, I, I kind of kicked myself because that was the you know presidency that Obama had came in by the time I had gotten to college and everything. And then when it directly affected me, uh, as soon as like, you know, my work life and everything else, 
um, and then looking at different policies and programs and, you know, how it affects, you know, just even my, my personal life. Um, I was like, you know, what? I need to get more involved and start reading up on stuff. So this last past election that came up right now, I actually sat down and read everything about every single person and every single bill that was coming up to see how it affected me. You didn't think I was going to make it. <laughs> yeah, he was worried, too. I see you looking at getting nervous. <laughs> it's, not that, it's, not that, it's not that we were getting nervous. It's like we get this like weird enjoyment out of people running over their time. <laughs> so I'm sitting there. Right. Oh, you look four times. It's mad distracting. Let, let, let the timer go off. I felt the tension. And I was yo. debating, like, I almost wanted to pause it because I'm like, dang, his time did start. Like, five seconds before he started talking. I was like, do I pause Nah, it? I was going to fit it in. That's hey, he'd usually said. be all over the place, but he did good this time. <laughs> it was clean. <laughs> go ahead, see you time's going down. Do you ready? Oh, you're doing <laughs> yeah. it? No, no I'm doing it. All right, go ahead. Go. Um, kind of piggybacking on the point that Carl just made, uh, I think that I was previously under the mindset of, I don't really think voting matters. I don't think my vote counts, so why would I waste my time and go out there and do it? Um, and the moment that I, quote unquote, got into voting, it became very, very interesting because I still don't necessarily uh, have a, a more firm belief in the fact that my vote counts, but knowing what people are voting for, what initiatives are coming up, what interests those serve to certain people and things of that nature, I feel like has just made me more aware of the world around me and kind of why things happen in the way that they do. Um, so I think in, just in terms of voting and no, being knowledgeable of who's voting and what laws could potentially be passed and how that will have effect on my personal life has been something that I've taken more you know, accountability for here recently. He just loves having extra time on the clock. <laughs> He like the same way we great enjoyment out of people running out of time. He loves having double digits left on the clock. <laughs> double digits. Wait, did, did, I, did I? Yeah, that was you very on Kobe's very Olympic succinct, number. Very succinct to me. There we go. <laughs> okay, right. so voting our stance, why it matters. Start talking. Okay. Um, I've always been taught that voting is the thing to do, and to this day, my parents hold me very accountable. My brother and I making sure that we get out to vote, even though they don't have to, because I actually work the polls. That's how much I believe in uh, the voting process. Oh, yeah, you for real. Um, but one of the things that I strongly think is that we really need to assess this electoral college and, um, you know, why it was created and why it's doing more harm than good. Because a lot of people forget, even in this presidential election, Hillary won the popular vote. So if voting worked as it should, in, as it very well should work, she would be our current president. Um, and, you know, we're, we're still govern or operating on policies that were created um, back when black people weren't even full humans. So that's something that we have to consider. Um, but, yeah, voting is absolutely important. I never miss an opportunity to vote because I just believe that if I didn't vote, I can't say anything about mm -hmm. what's happening. Boom. Oh, you you don't he let that run an extra two seconds to try to to try to hate on me. I saw him oh my finger got cut. My man's a hater. <laughs> I ain't even say anything. Yeah. Sir, are All you right. ready? Yes. Okay. Can can I Go say a counter two? You trying to hide it? Thank you. <laughs> um, we gonna start you over because you a guest, so you gonna get that. <laughs> Thank you. Here you go. You ready? Thank you. Yeah. Boom. I. Uh, in short, I'll say yes. Um, I do think voting is very important. I don't think it's the only thing when we talk about like what engagement is. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's like, to, to be quite frank, it, I think it's like a minimum barrier to entry. Mm -hmm. If someone tells me they don't vote, my question often is why? Mm -hmm. um, and I think the most realistic, not realistic answer, but authentic answer is I don't believe in this system. 
right? People be like, I don't believe in this system. And I, what I'll say to them is like, you function from a mindset of the world as it should be. Mm. And this is the world as it is. Mm. And the world as it is, like your opinion without your vote is meaningless. If you can't even spend an hour at oh, this poll. Deep. Yeah, you feel. Thank you. <laughs> I stole that from somebody else. That's not mine. <laughs> um, but like if you're not even willing to contribute an hour of your time to these concepts and to go put in your opinion, you're probably not doing much. Right. Like you're like, I just don't. Yeah. Voting is important. <laughs> <laughs> that timer changes. <laughs> <sticking on. laughs> oh because you asked. Yo. Usually we just let the guests go. And then hey, we'll, yo, we'll it was like end. he asked for it. <laughs> you asked for it because so I, I had it down here because I was just going to let it until <gasps> you were done. Then I was going to ring it. Because hey, you dropped some gems, man. No. I was like, yo, let that man rock. No, no other guest has actually asked to look. <laughs> At the timer, so no. usually they'll be like on a minute and forty seconds, and we'll just and let we're him still go. just like. But I see he kept like he would be making a point, then he'd be like, "Well, let me." But see, this is somebody who operates as things are and not as they should be. Yeah. So in a perfect world, he would have all the time to finish his Look answer. You bringing it back but around? That's yeah. what I do. Bringing um, it around. But one of the things that I found int- are we are we going to talk a little bit? What's that? He's our guest. Are, are we Ask going? him. Go ahead. So one of the things that I found interesting that you said is that voting is the minimum of what people can do to really evoke change and get involved. And I would love for us to expand on that because I, I think that's perfect. People think I vote. That's it. Let them do the work. Mm. But it's like, no, we as a collective have to do the work and get involved. Yeah, and I'm gonna just. I was gonna ask him because I knew he had to get back to the bag too. This <laughs> actually is perfect, y'all. It's almost. This is weird. It's that's synchronizing. Cool. Oh, there we so go. The, oh, look I, at you, Carl. He just flinged the shirt. <laughs> I wish we had that on video. No, no, I still got it. I brought, oh, my bad. No, that's fine. Uh, oh, that's so crazy. These are, these so this shirts. was not by on purpose. So this shirt on the front says, oh. and vote. And we had no idea that this is what you actually brought in the bag because you wouldn't let I us know, know anything wow. about what was in the back. creepy. Y'all. I'm like getting chills a little bit. And then on the back, it says comment, post, share, organize, and vote. So tell us a little bit about this. Yes. Uh, those are size large shirts. So <laughs> that's all I have left. All right. So, yeah. Well, hey, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> yeah, figure cool. it out. We're going to stuff them in there. <laughs> <laughs> Get it popping. <laughs> wait, wait. We're talking about ballots in the voting box, right? <laughs> yeah, we stuff all the ballots okay. in there. Yeah. Yeah, every vote counts. <laughs> every, vote. every vote counts. Oh my god! That needs okay. to be the next shirt. <laughs> every vote counts. Every vote counts. Uh, you were saying? Okay, sorry. Yeah, we were, we, we were talking about how the runaround topic actually led into the presentation of these shirts that you brought for us, which we're very thankful for. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, this yeah. Is awesome. Yeah, no, uh, you know, everybody likes a little. Uh, Swag. Okay. swag. Did yeah, that's hey, or, organized swag. Okay. Organized swag. The okay. artist. The artist. Oh, the artist, formerly. Uh, so, yeah. So, like, <clears throat> I'm just going to kind of talk on it. Yeah. Um, first off, voting is not enough. Um, there's, you know, there's another saying, like, democracy is not a spectator sport. And I think a lot of people just, like, they think it's this thing that you watch. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll say this, too. I'm not speaking from a place of like I'm in enlightenment. So I want to start with like I struggle with a lot of this stuff mm-hmm. and I'm trying to understand it because I think that we as Americans, um, I shouldn't uh, I'll speak like that. Us being in America, we have a certain status in the world. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, would, you, this, would you deem it as privilege? Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> privilege is a part of it, okay. but it's not exclusive to privilege. OK. You know, I was born in East Africa. I was born in Kenya. Yeah. Um. My family's from Rwanda. Mm-hmm. I wasn't able to be born there because of ethnic persecution, mm-hmm. right? So it's like politics is just different there. Yeah, uh, us here we have certain spaces mm-hmm. um, to where we can talk and engage, 
you know, like this is this is a luxury in some countries. Mm -hmm. Um, in some countries they do it better than us. Mm -hmm. But because of our size and our cultural influence, like we have a duty to do certain things. Mm. This, is, this is this is my understanding, you know, mm -hmm. to answer your question. And um, I think for us not to do it, we don't understand how that impacts the world. Mm -hmm. Or you're looking at it from a lens that we weren't able to do it for so long. And people, you know, have, you know, died and put their life on the line and, you know, we're not there. But you know what? And you're right, because now that I even think about this, this even goes into, a, you know, another thing, too. I hate the way that our systems are set up for people who are, you know, past felons and stuff like that mm. who aren't able to All vote. of a sudden, you don't get a voice because you made one mistake. Exactly. But that's that 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 kind of rolls into uh, something else that I'm that we was gonna bring up later on this episode though. So <laughs> yeah, well, real two resp quick little responses to that, and it's it's not my area of expertise, but I understand some of it. In some cases, felons can vote, right? Like there's a lot of misinfor misinformation out there to mm -hmm. get them to not vote, mm -hmm. right? So if you think of there's levels to this thing. This is like folks talk about it's chess, like it really is. Yeah. You know, the power of messaging. So in mm -hmm. some cases they can vote mm -hmm. uh, folks that are incarcerated. Um, the homie Jason, who works for. He, he the works homie for, Jason. Uh, we, do we do we want? No, I can't. I can't. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm over trying to hide stuff. Um, Jason, he's, he, he works for uh, firefighters out here. Dope community leader. Some of y'all might know him. Um, he actually knows a little bit more about that. So, mm -hmm. like, I'll get that from him and link it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's messed up. <laughs> Voter disenfranchisement. Oh, and your second part about people dying, like why we have the ability to vote. For me to not vote as a black man in this country is to, is to. I don't want to use the word spit on the graves of, but a lot of people died for this right. No, I think that's an and appropriate term. To the, the arrogance of folks to be like, oh, I don't have to, like what? Like, yo, granny died for this. Mm -hmm. Literally. Yo, your great, great grandfather was like, <laughs> lynched and there are this. still people fighting for that like what? let's not act like you know we're in california and we forget some of uh you know we're just so used to our lens there's still people actively voting or actively fighting to vote right yeah and that's just not our reality here that's true but like that's a reality for a lot of people mm -hmm. still and, to this day 2018 and i like the point that you brought up is that at some point in in our you know lineage Somebody mm -hmm. said, you know what? I may not see this coming to fruition in my mm -hmm. lifetime, but my great, great grandchild through, you know, my blood, sweat and tears will be able to vote and to, you know, take this very like isolated viewpoint of, well, I'm not going to vote because of, you know, how I feel. It's mm -hmm. like sometimes things are bigger than you and what you want to do. Right. You know what I mean? And it's not going to hurt you. Mm. It's not like there's any negative connotation to it. It's just really like a sense of laziness. And I think it's yeah. it's more than lazy too. I think that so many. Well, hold on, I'm, I'm I'm still a tactic that he had. I don't feel like laziness is the over overwhelming concept. <laughs> I feel like it's just a, a small portion of it. It's a contributing factor. But anyway, go ahead. Start a complicating factor. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think Carl touched on it a little bit. People have been used to being down for so long, mm -hmm. or their vote being shown that their voice doesn't matter mm -hmm. to such a great degree that it's like well why would i because it doesn't matter mm -hmm. and so that's part of the brainwashing too that's been happening especially in our community um we've been taught that our voice doesn't matter and i feel like right now we're in a really um unique era where we see that the resistance it's kind of trendy which like i hate that the resistance is trendy but it's also engaging people who would have never been engaged before so like it's a it's a twofold um and because it is trendy you are having people who are like no i am going to do this march and you're like oh mm -hmm. you're marching today i will sign this petition you know i knew people who would never stop and talk to people in front of the grocery stores who mm -hmm. now will be like 
I'll stop and listen at least. And then if I can sort of agree with it, I'll do it. And this my first time this year was gathering uh, signatures for mm. a cause that I was for. And I was just like, wow, like this is part of doing the work and actually getting things changed. Mm -hmm. And there are levels to it for sure. But you have to get in where you fit in. Why are you giggling? I don't know. I just love how we always like infuse hip hop terms into some very like deep conversations. What hip hop term did I infuse? You don't you don't remember when Meek Mill told y'all that there was levels to this? Uh oh. <laughs> There's levels to this. Yeah, see, you know. <laughs> it goes. But I mean, I think you touching on something that's like super important and it was something that you were talking about earlier and it also goes with this painting underneath this shirt is that if you don't know your purpose, mm. then you just floating around a, a zombie in life cuz you're not standing for nothing. Mhm. Mm you know what I mean? And it's like, you allow things to happen. And like you also said, too, everybody wants to give you an opinion. Mm. They never want to put the legwork in. Oh, yeah. They want to give you an excuse and an opinion about something at the same time. You know what I mean? It's, which is crazy to me. Facts. So. But it, it ain't never going to change. But this is how. No, it's <laughs> never going to change because you sitting on that ideal that could come to fruition and be dope. No, that's real. So we got one more item in the bag. Are we are we are we wrapping up on voting? No, no, no. no. I'm just. Uh, I, I you, know, know, I, you know me. I like to tie things together. Not, the, oh, go ahead, nice go ahead, tie ball. it together then. <laughs> so, so we we've we've touched on voting and it kind of uh, delved into an even deeper top topic when you mentioned just the messaging behind you know the purpose you know for whether it be people that were previously incarcerated, whether it be uh, people of color, color, whether it be you know the younger generation and them kind of having these views on things. So I'm just wondering what. What are you doing or what are you, some of the things that you see other people doing that are, you know, attempting to engage people a little bit more? Great question. I'm going to answer that and kind of touch on what you were saying about like, like wokeness being like a, like a hip thing. A trendy thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think social media and there's a lot of folks in the organizing world that are trying to like crack this code. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like we, we call it cracking the code of finding out how to get organizers and people more civically engaged. Mm hmm using social media mm -hmm. right like what's the like how can i get somebody to go from liking something and commenting something to actually changing their habits which is like very hard to do yeah um and that's something that we've never had before you know mlk didn't have ig right you know and you know um um malcolm x yeah didn't have access to Twitter, you know, like we are at a time to where we can not only capture authentic voice from the source, right? That same source can send it around the world instantly. Yeah. And we're learning how to use that because in the past you were, you were, a, you weren't a victim, but you were often held back mm -hmm. by messaging. Mm -hmm. You know, you might, you might give a, give a, have an interview with a reporter and the reporter would change it or, and there was no, or the head of that newspaper would be like, nah, cut that. We 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 touch on that in a variety of different ways on previous episodes too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's so beyond politics. It's connected. It's just like our culture now is interfu it's like so intertwined. We're 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 the products of this. We're trying to figure it out. Like what the like what do I do? How do I move? Like what what is like what is re reality has changed so much. Yeah. And we have a moment while this door is open to use this as a catalyst for change. Yeah. I genuinely believe if we don't figure out how to do it soon yeah like within the next five ten ten fifteen years these is nah, it's the powers that be will figure out how to use it and then we won't have the same engagement that's you can a, see it now that's a very good point so it's like i'm i'm excited because i can feel it a lot mm -hmm. of us can see it but yeah. there's also like a yo like if we that, don't get ahead of it yeah that food's gonna go cold yeah and there's gonna be a point where you can't eat it 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know? We, we got to do something more than bar or um, videotaping people that are trying to shut down barbecues. That's real. Yeah. No, but and I use, I, use that as, Although, I use that as an yeah. example because that's the new wave, and that's we're seeing trendy. like a, a semblance of justice being served. Permit certain, patty. But we have to take these moments and and this excitement for people saying, you know what, we're gonna stand up for what's right. Because what you notice mm -hmm. in a lot of those videos is it's you know underrepresented uh, populations or people of color being persecuted. But then you always see in conjunction with that a non-person of color kind of advocating like, what did they do wrong? What did they do wrong? So, like you said, like we're we're on this upward swing of people saying, like, you know what, I want to see the right thing being mm -hmm. done. But if we're not like putting, you know, like foot to the pavement and really pushing that forward, yeah. we're gonna lose that opportunity because after a while, people are just gonna be like, ah, eh, we see this all the time. It's just the norm. And unfortunately, the with with the trend of permit patties and you know, <laughs> recording people, these individuals, we are sometimes ignoring that it's still systemic mm -hmm. like we're making it an individual thing this mm -hmm. one person did mm -hmm. this instead of like these are the results of a systemic issue and so when you turn it individual sometimes the focus gets off of how do we actually attack the issue and make sure that we resolve it at the issue level not just at the individual level because we can get people fired all day for being racist but that's still not addressing racism in america and the fact that that is a very real and prevalent thing yeah so that's my only like gripe with that piece right now but it's an important piece mm -hmm. and it's it's you know people are like wow racism is so intense nowadays and it's like no it's not intense and i'm sure you guys have seen this and read this it's not intense it's just that now we everybody has a camera with them all the time. Exposure. So you're recording things that have been happening all along where before we can give our experiences and you'll say, no, it wasn't like that. Could it have really been X, Y and Z? Mm -hmm. But now we have it on video. It's true. And yeah. so that's the only difference that the revolution is being televised. I, that aspect, I think, is lit. I don't yeah. think there's like a silver bullet and at the and I'm too at a point to where I don't try to force people. It's yeah. just like I'm just gonna run the rock as far as I can and the folks that are with it and feel it, that's how I move, right? Yeah. Like 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 I'm assuming y'all might have played sports a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like I just grew up in an environment to where it was like if somebody did something you respect, you do it too. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. you like you just learn. And I'm over there's a point where I'll try to like convince people and beg. Now I'm kinda like like Carlos knows, I'll I'll shoot it, I'll I'll throw random stuff into our text message thread. Because the way I see it is like, you might get upset I'm talking about politics, but you're not going to say it's bad. Mm. Like, if we can talk about sports in this, we're going to talk about politics. Yeah. And that's something that we need to get over, too. I think everyone's like, no, I don't do politics. Let's not talk. And I'm like, but we can't not talk because this literally affects our day-to-day -day interactions. <laughs> and, you know, we've had this conversation, too, in here where we're like, we're not going to do politics. But it's like, how can you really not do politics when we're doing life? And everything about life is political That's true. as it pertains to how we get to move around in our own communities. Like everything we do is political. But I just want and so I just want to correct one thing. I don't think it's that we don't talk politics, but I feel like politics is going to come up regardless because it touches on so many different aspects of life. So instead of like focusing on politics, like we'll accept it when it comes. But let's mm. not make that the focal point of what we're talking about, because we'll talk in circles. We usually do. But, you know. That's interesting because we, you know, okay. So, sir, now that you've had this experience of participating in the runaround segment, I'm just wondering, yeah. how, how's your podcast experience been? Like, if you were to leave here today. Wait, wait, wait. Like, you got one more thing in the bag. Oh, right? we got to oh, let the bag go. I get and that you last thing in the bag. Did you see what's in the bag? No, I didn't. 
I you not, sure? No, I swear I haven't. I didn't even he see wants the, shirt. the bag thought, in every way. I thought way. the shirts were. Uh, I thought. I thought. Yeah, I was. I was pleased with. Oh, he got something rattling. Yeah, Uh-oh. I definitely didn't see. It was in. Will you take one of these and pass it down? Oh, he got his business. I did not oh, yeah. see those. Take one down. I was hoping y'all would get this one first, but you know. Which one was this? Everything works out. What that was T was for tequila. Oh, interesting. Oh. Interesting. Oh, and thought, who, who and wanted he, to choose tea? He I thought this, the tea did. I who thought this was C for tea? communion. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is communion right here. Hey, hey seeing you was about to ask him about his podcast experience and forget the and forget the drink. Where's yours? Let me serve you. So listen, listen. Thank you. It's all right. Hey, you know hey, what? Hey, look, you after, Melissa now. Hey, <laughs> after you tell us about your experience, I'm going to tell you about mine. <laughs> I'm scared. Oh, Take man. one down, pass it around. So, so you know, while, while we're, we're pouring up these I celebratory said tea. Remember shots. Remember that. Remember I said tea. Um, have you ever been on a podcast before? Oh, this is bad. This is going to sound bad. I think I was on one. Okay. <laughs> How you not know? I think know? I might have been on two. Because, you know, sometimes... I have not. Be- I've been on radio shows, okay. but I don't know if they were. I think they might have been podcasts, but I have not been on a like. This is a po- nothing like this. This is dope. Like okay. your setup. Um, I've done them at radio radio stations, but those weren't. Does that make sense? Yeah, they yeah. Radio. Like we try to make it really interpersonal. Like we had so, a table in here at first, no, this- and I was like, we need the couch. Hey, hey, so, so we grown. This is your first podcast, all right? That's hey, how you, that's how you gonna tell hey, the story. So okay. I'm t- yeah, I'm, no, this is. I'm gonna go ahead and write the beginning. Of, I'm gonna go ahead and write the beginning <laughs> of the story for you. So if you if you're to leave here today and yeah. have a conversation with somebody about your first initial podcast experience with the grown folks, mm. what would you say? What have you experienced today? And if if there's anything that you feel like we could be doing better, how how would you, how could you tell us that we could improve? I'm gonna start with the positive. Okay, uh, this is dope. This is dope. I feel like we're all Thank friends. You. We need to go, you know, Blue hang foot. out at the... <laughs> <laughs> Buy my drink. Buy my drink. Blue foot. Wow. We're real friends. You missed that one. It's that's right. That's lit. an inside joke. Well, I'll, I'll retell the story for you. When we're no, done. I, I, heard, I know. I remember you were like, you bought a drink for her friend. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, yeah no, you you, gotta get the you were like, oh, I got yeah. you, brother. I Look, you're nicer than me. I, I don't think I've ever done that. I'll I'll give I'll give a drink, but if I meet somebody at a bar, listen, I don't know if I'll just buy some new drinks. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the the very brief version of the story, but you can't comment because you don't have questions. Fair. Have you, so the re- <laughs> where buy my drink came from is somebody introduced themselves to me, and that was their introduction. Buy my the, drink. Not hello, how you doing? It was but buy my had, drink. She had a drink in her hand though, and the, and the caveat a full in this, drink in her hand. She wanted me to buy the drink she had already purchased. She wanted to reimburse re- my she drink. Wanted, she wanted to reimburse, reimburse her drink. Yeah. That's wild. But we won't. This we, was Vegas too. So we, we are y'all get... now together? No. <laughs> no. Nah, he was just on the trip. <laughs> I, we I, I, we I went just... to a whole spew in the last That's episode. That's the woman who so knows what she wants. Apparently, I respect. Yeah, I, I know what I want too. I wanted her to leave. <laughs> um, <laughs> reimburse my drink. So that's where buy my drink. So you were saying with the positives. Oh yeah, it's he a, said this was dope. Yeah, y'all are y'all are you know Tommy. It's y'all are. Uh, I feel like we're friends. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. Of course, um, but at the same time, we've covered a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys were able to extract some things I don't talk about in that manner. Um, yeah, this is dope. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But it's my first pos- podcast experience, so I don't you know. It's my, it's my first time. No, it's, so we it's, set the bar pretty high yeah, for, when you're, for your next one. Trust me, it's going to be the best experience you ever had. You got sometimes you got to speak things into existence. Had. So I'm giving you the psyche to carry into your next podcast experience. 
so you can help Thank them you. be as good as we are. Help them set their game up. Exactly. Thank you. Hey, hey. So there was a secondary part to the question, which mm-hmm. was if you could make a suggestion. Any suggestions you could get? Nah. Okay. Choose better guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, and that's why you were the perfect <laughs> selection <laughs> because of comments like that. Um, do you have any questions for us? Yeah. How do I, how do you want me to promote this? Cause like, I was like, should I, you know, should I Snapchat up in here? Should I be like, should, like, how do you so we, we, want me to promote? We this? got a couple of things that we'll talk to you about. After it's the so we're okay. Yeah. But we, Never too off much. the record. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we, okay. we, we got a couple of ideas and I'm quite sure a creative gentleman like yourself will, you know, display this in the, the best way possible. So we have the utmost confidence in you. There we go. So, All right. So we got any other questions before we, I'm going to let him do the toast. Yeah, yeah I'm, okay, I'm going to so do the toast. Hey, so look, 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 we're gonna take the shot and then we we're gonna we're gonna segue out, all right? So yeah. we're gonna see how this Don't goes. Don't worry about the punch in. Yeah. You remember Carl when we first started, you said you didn't even drink nothing this time? <laughs> yeah, he came with it. He was ready. Ooh. All Wait. right, man. Celebrating oh, good friends, good times. I appreciate you for coming out, my man. And on short notice too. That was that was it. He made know. it work. So and then he came in with some fire, so put it can, can I say what the toast is gonna be? This is the black excellence. There mm. we go. Amen. Black there you go. Black Wakanda forever. Yeah. All right, folks. <laughs> this, this was another segment of the Run Around. What you got on the docket? Um. So up next, <laughs> were those mixers? What kitchen mixers? Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Googling kitchen mixers. Listen. Cease the baker. Listen. Listen. I'm trying to Cease trying to be industrious. Cease right? me a cake. So we introduced an, uh, a new segment last week, and it seemed to go pretty well. I think the reception that that we got was was a pretty positive one. Um, and the first, you know, we started off this episode just kind of piggybacking on the uh, the conversation that we were having last week about Junior um, and Carl. I know that you wanted to do this week's in the news segment, so by all means, sir. All right, handle it. You got me you with the. Give the oh my god! I'm doing really bad. That's at this. Yeah, you're, you're, you're so trashy, dude. I think I'm doing really, really bad at this. You know what? To tell you the truth, I think I got rid of the drop, so we're just going to go without it this week. Doom, oh. doom, doom! In the news, we don't. Have, oh, we really don't have it. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, that's all good. I want to read this uh, little excerpt for you guys real quick. Um, it's about this Oregon State University um, uh, baseball uh, pitcher. Uh, and he's going to be eligible, I believe, for next year's draft in the in the major leagues. Um, but my question is, in regards to this specific circumstance, is when do people when do we say that people have served their time for whatever they've done? Right. Is it criminal wise? Criminal wise. Is it when they actually serve their time? Because in the in the in the in the light of like court of public opinion we hold things against people very tough and i heard something the other day which i thought was crazy like if martin luther king malcolm x and all those guys lived in our time like they would get killed on instagram like just to be real like just thinking about what do you mean because if you if we were to bring up like martin luther king's past and stuff like that right they would make memes about that about him having you know uh um extramarital affairs and stuff like that. I feel like the court of public opinion in, in these times is a little more harsher than it was back then. And that's just me. Um, but we're going to go on. Uh, this gentleman's name is Luke Heimlich. And I'll give you a, a little rundown. In 2011, at age 15, Heimlich pleaded guilty to one felony count of sexually molesting his six-year-old niece. According to court documents obtained by the origin, uh, the Oregonian, 
The abuse began with the victim uh, when she was four. Heimlich acknowledged his guilt in a written confession and also wrote an apology to the girl. Heimlich was sentenced to two years of probation and required to register as a sex offender for five years. The conviction came to the public's attention in 2017 due to a clerical error when the Oregon State Police believed he had failed to update his registration as a sex offender. In 2018, Heimlich denied ever molesting her, claiming he, pled, he pleaded guilty to quickly dispense with the case and for the sake of family relations. Okay, so what's your question? That's pretty deep. So the 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 backlash that that came about this story was that people don't believe that he should be able to be making MLB type money or even playing in a major league setting, right? Um, and everyone kind of holds this man is firmly denying that this was a case, and we know that sometimes, and you know, uh, our criminal justice system, some people just plead guilty just to get things over with. I'm I'm not sitting here to say yo he did or he did not do it. Um, that is a gross incident to happen you know specifically to a child you know and especially at the age that he was but my question is though at what point do we say okay that person whoever the judge was or whoever was prosecuting that case they sought they sought out justice and this person is now able to move on in their life mm. but i feel like criminal court and the court of public opinion are two separate things and since this is in the news, I feel like if you would allow me to, um, there's another incident that's going on right now that kind of mirrors this and maybe will give us more of a platform to talk on the subject matter. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, no, that, that's, yeah, I'm using that as an example. Okay, so that's in the news. And also in the news is the story about Charlemagne the God. I haven't heard anything about what happened with him. So apparently there's a story going on right now that now that he recently signed a deal with, I want to say it's HBO. Yeah, it was HBO. To have a talk show special, which is a big deal. You get signed to HBO, that means that there's some dollar signs behind that. Now that that has occurred, something that correlates with that is that um, a proclaimed victim of a sexual assault that occurred when he was 22 and when she was 15, now I can only assume that, uh, and we could look it up, that Charlemagne the God has to be close to in his 40s. Yeah. So this is more than... 18 years. He just turned 40 recently. Okay, so th- th- this has been a considerable amount of time ago. She's now rehashing an account in which he, like you said, he proclaimed that somebody that he knew was going to catch the rip for some- rap for something and that he basically fell on the sword for them in that incident and saying that, well, whatever happened and saying that he didn't know what happened, but whatever happened, I take full responsibility for it because I was the adult involved in the situation. Now there's more details behind it that, you know, the listeners can and let's acknowledge up. that hood politics are real. So I just, I guess the point that I'm just going to bring up without going into too much detail is that if he did this years ago, Almost 20 years and has been able to develop a career and a certain platform and a following, should he still be persecuted for this, act that may or may not have happened that long ago after he you know what i mean like recourse was able to be taken me firmly i don't think so i feel like if you if 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 i rob a bank you know what i mean and this kind of goes into like how our society goes but if i rob a bank is it wells fargo don't matter i'm doing seven years in the feds probably seven to ten easily you know what i mean if i'm especially if it's an armed robbery you know what i mean i'm probably going to the feds so if i get out and, you know, and I'm supposed to be rehabilitated based off of the, the justice system that we have. It shouldn't be hard for me to reacclimate into life if I've already served my time. Okay, let me pause you. Why do I have a hard time? Oh, go ahead. Let me pause you. I feel like the example that you gave 
doesn't really lend to the subject matter. No, no, that's right. Only, and only reason I say only because the severity of the type of thing that happened. I feel like when we're talking about acts of crime against people directly, it is different from it's. And it, again, and only reason I say that is because we we brought up the court of public opinion. Right. I feel like those are incidents that people can direct directly relate to a little bit more than a bank robbery because even to this day. I've never actually seen. Well, actually, okay, I have seen a bank get robbed, but it almost it seems like something that's fantasized because it's just not something that you it's know. Not common. Yeah, it's not something that directly hits you. Like if they steal your money from the bank, the bank still has a responsibility to give you your money. Mm-hmm. Now, if somebody you know is physically assaulted, there's portions of them that have been taken or damaged that they can't get back. But so, okay, I think you're right. But I think that if it's not murder, right? Okay, and you're not taking away someone's life. What what do we what is it that that says like well this person should not be able to earn this type of living or this type of lifestyle based on the crime that they have I don't think okay rape so, rape too I'm oh, sorry okay so, so let's just use the example of rape do you feel like somebody if somebody chooses to rape somebody should they actually be allowed to quote unquote put that behind them the person that the 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 rapey for lack of a better term no the rapist. Should they be able to put that do, behind do, them? Are they, if you committed that type of act, are, should you be afforded the allowance to, quote unquote, put that behind you? After, after you know, rest, like paying your dues? Yeah, I feel like you and should. So, it's, it's so interesting because the, the part that's missing in this conversation is that we're not talking about, quote unquote, normal people. We're talking about people who are on this elevated platform, mm-hmm. um, Charlemagne, as well as Homeboy in Oregon. We're not just talking about the person who was applying to work at Wells Fargo tomorrow. I think if that was him and he became the you know director, the CEO, it may not even come out. We wouldn't even be sitting here mm-hmm. having this conversation. But because they are entertainers and celebrities, quote unquote, um, or athletes, we're sitting here having this conversation. Um, because we have put them on a pedestal as if they're not human and will not create um, commit certain crimes. Oh, no, I disagree. And it's what do you disagree with? I disagree that anybody's being put on a pedestal right now. I think you don't think celebrities in general are no, put no, on a no, pedestal no. and I, held to a higher standard than the everyday person. I feel like we can grab those types of generalizations from anywhere. But I think that wasn't brought up by either of us. But I'm saying like the two people that we're talking about are high pri- profile or potentially high profile people. Yeah, bro's got a well, Wikipedia we're not page. Talking. He is pretty and, high profile. And so, no, no, no. I get that, but I feel like that that then just really um, brings home the point of why this is such a hot topic. Is it's like to be they're celebrities. Mm-hmm. They're, that that's what that high plat- platform has been categorized as as celebrity. And you don't and think that society cel- holds celebrities and athletes to a higher standard? Oh no, I think the exact opposite is happening in this instance is that people are saying you shouldn't even be allowed to be a celebrity. That's what I'm saying because we want our celebrities to be the the ultimate human in no, the No, 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 not because of their moral standing because you're going to now be able to like, you know, potentially be rich and have all of this influence. We don't even want you to have that privilege. You know, that's the argument. Yeah. Is should they be allowed to even have that privilege without the moral standing? Because no, I don't think- I'm not talking moral either. I'm just talking about when people are celebrities or on the cusp of becoming one, we expect them to be faultless. And no, to... I don't think that was the point. But anyway, continue. That is the point. That's not the point that we were talking about. That is a point, but I don't feel like that was the one that we were discussing. Now I feel like I lost my train of thought because I was going somewhere with that. 
But my my point is we wouldn't I don't think we'd be sitting here having this discussion about whether or not someone should be afforded this lifestyle if it weren't for them being celebrities or having that. Yeah, because we wouldn't have like, that information in the first like place. Like if so. they were just at Wells Fargo and they moved up from teller to CEO, we wouldn't even know that they had a case. Well, no, that's why. And that's why I stated it in the way that I did. I said, just simply I didn't say a celebrity. I said it should. But you can't say you can't talk about them without talking about their clout. No, no, no. So I'm anybody. Charlemagne. This gentleman, Mr. The, Mr. Heimlich, the you know what I mean, like. If, if, but if, Mr. Heimlich, the reason why this is an issue is because he's about to be an MLB okay, superstar, so let, let's, earning hella money. Am I right? Yeah, he's really. Let, good. Let's talk about it in a general sense. Then, should anybody be able to do something like that and be afforded the opportunity to quote unquote put it behind them? The answer is everybody's going to say yes until they get to a situation where they're going to be a celebrity or make hella money. Then all of a sudden people are going to have an issue with it. No, no, no. I assure you. So again, so just I guess to bring it home, I I commit a heinous act, mm-hmm. rape even. So Can you use another example because I don't even like. Yeah, I was no, 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 because no, no, you're I, putting yourself in this, and somebody no, no, gonna be like no, Cecil. No, okay, but then I, you know what I mean. This this is for the sake of just having the argument and being transparent about it and being able to kind of like empathize with all sides because there's multiple sides mm-hmm. to be empathized with. If you're my, I'm your friend, and I commit that mistake, regardless of what the reason was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Obviously, I was wasn't thinking. Should at some point should I be able to put that behind me? The answer is going to be yes until people get to a certain level. And I'm sticking with that because okay. I can imagine that there are hella rapists at the top of a lot of these CEOs, the top of these Fortune 500 companies, um, or not not necessarily rapists, but people who have committed intense crimes against other humans mm-hmm. who are on these higher levels. Mm-hmm. And it's not an issue because they don't have that celebrity status where people are constantly peering into their life and able to have opinions on their personal life. We don't care about the average Joe. I'm not even going to bring up what their criminal history may or may not have been. I know someone who was recently hired for a position and they had a, his- a history and you know, it was okay. The past was behind them because of who they're working with and who they are. But it was like, if they were on a different platform, everybody gets to have an opinion when it's the, what is it? The court of the people? Court of public opinion. Court of public opinion. Everyone gets afforded opinion. And unfortunately, because of social media and things like that, we have even more access into their lives than we normally would have. So I think that for regular people, they are able to put things behind them. They can move forward. But if you're trying to get to a celebrity um, status or have that type of platform, you won't be able to put things like this behind you because people are going to bring it up because they don't want to see you ever doing good because of your history. And I understand the emotional piece of that. I understand the social piece of it. But is it right? I have to disagree that it's it's not okay unless they're actively still doing it and haven't rehabilitated, haven't really uh, been absolved of it and able to move forward in a positive manner. Carl, this was your subject matter. I'm just wondering how you feel about it. If you if you met me and you've known me all this time, right? And you have built in your mind a perception. Uh, I of, hate your, your scenarios. But wait, 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 I know and, where you're going with this. And you've built this going. perception of who I am. And then come to find out you meet somebody from my past and by however you see it on social media, whatever it may be, Cecil did X, Y, and Z when he was 18 and I was 15. Do, you know what I mean? Like, how, how would you look at me? Do you do you do you feel allowed to have a change of perception or do you say, you know what? He did that way back when I think and I'm going to I'm going to judge him based upon what I know about him. My background is different, though. And, and the reason why I would say that is that 
I'm, I'm listening. I've worked with individuals that have been that have been charged with sex crimes before. And the crazy part is, is that I, I did that for two years. And the crazy part was, is that at that point, I didn't have a lot of training. You know what I mean? And, and kind of understanding. So, you know, at that point, you know, you were helping them out, taking them to their appointments and stuff like that. And then you find out, man, that there are people too. And then you also find out that most people that are, you know, um, perpetrators of those type of crimes were victims too in their past mm-hmm. too. Mm. And that, yeah. that makes you start to empathize a little bit. You don't agree with the act or whatever that they did, but it, you say, you know what? I can see why that happened. You know what I mean? I also feel like if we're offering people therapy, medication, treatment, and all this stuff, and they complete those things, and this is what we said, this is what you need to do to clear your name, serve your time, you know, whatever it may be, or even if they're serving jail time and they're receiving those services in jail, when they get out, they shouldn't be charged again by society. Can we pause just for a moment? I got to say something. Go ahead. You're killing today. Oh yeah, I I I ain't drink no water today. Yeah, <laughs> I, no apple juice. I, I ain't drink no but, water. When, today. when you see things in people, you have to take those moments. When you see those moments, to kind of like just say like, "Hey, like let me pat you on the back." That was great. That was an um, that was an excellent answer. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, I, it, it's a t- it's a tough situation though. Yeah, because I empathize for the young lady though. You know what I mean? And and I and I feel bad for him too because it's like, yo, you twenty three, twenty four, and. You know, I think he was 15 is what it said. Okay. And he might be he might be 21, 20, I don't know. But it was five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. And he was a child himself. And he's on the registry. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. So look. He this, was a child himself. This this is getting deep. Okay. So, Carl, I got a question for you and then Star, you can comment. And then I got one more thing that was in the news that kind of ties into this. So what about being a man at age 18? That's I don't I don't I don't know if you remember when you were 18. But that's such a tricky time because you just left high school in a year ago, a year ago, there were girls that you could date and be Ninth involved grade, with. Ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th yeah. grade. But we all knew somebody that even came back and just hung out. You know what I mean? No, and then we got, oh, we, got, we, got we, we got the older guy that got the car and he just posted up in the parking lot saying, who need a ride? Like, that was definitely a thing. Oh, I'll do you one better. You guys remember uh, the uh, the young dude from Hanging with Mr. Cooper? Marquise? Yeah. Yeah. That was that dude at my high school. I, oh, kid, he, oh, had a was, I kid you not. No, that was him. The actual dude from Hanging with Mr. Cooper oh, went to my high school and was known. needed a ride? Well, no, he was known for the dude that came back after high school. He had a little money, obviously. Yeah. And would come by. What everybody else's age. Anyway, I digress. Um, so, Carl, what, <laughs> t- tell me about that because I feel like we have we see a lot of that where men are now in their 30s. And then these stories are coming out. Well, when he was 18, he was still parlaying with 15-year-olds, and that makes him a rapist. Like, how do you feel about that? I don't even know, because at the end of the day, like, we we said, well, now they just recently changed the law for cigarettes and stuff like that for you to even have those products at 21. Okay, this is good, because this ties into what I'm getting ready but to say. But your brain doesn't stop developing until, for men, I believe, it was 25, 26. Okay. And then for women, it's a little faster, a little earlier. Mind you, folks, he's getting these stats from GrownDemographics.com. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've, I've heard of them before, but I mean, they can somebody can go fact check it. It's not your brain is not full. Your frontal lobe is not fully developed at, at 18, 18. Bottom line. Yeah, easily. So it's like, yo, you should be a dog. If I can look back at everything I did from 18 to 24, I was like, yo, I made a lot of dumbass mistakes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So let alone like even being that guy that comes back and hanging out like that's your people. 
Like when I was a when I was a junior, I would still hang out with freshmen. You know what I mean? Or sophomores. That was the thing. And, when and we it was, was in, okay. Yeah, and when we was in college and you were a junior, you couldn't wait till the fresh batches uh, freshmen came in. Wow, fresh batches. Yeah, because you get that. That was the thing. It's like, yo, all right, this group, we good. Like they done with us. You know, now they waiting on the fresh batch of people too, because you don't know who you may meet. You know what I mean? I'm I'm coding it very well, but you know, called them cookies <laughs> for obvious reasons. Freshman cookies. But that's My a goodies. that's a real. Th- it, was, it was a real thing. So like we always. Had hang out with younger people like right now sees you about four years old well, and, and, and and so that that that's another interesting part because as an adult you don't think it much doesn't even of matter it. three but, or four years yeah. either way you're like whatevs but if we go back to high school you're in middle school i'm getting ready to graduate yeah oh if you're in high school and i'm in middle school like when i was oh, get, that, yeah, yeah yeah you yeah. see what i'm saying so yeah. like back then it was weird but now it makes more sense but i think because the brain isn't fully developed then then it's like you know that that's kind of the, the gap is a little shortened yeah well just because of like i don't even know have y'all even heard like even now like being you know 28 if i go and listen to like a 15 year old kid talk about yo what y'all talk about do not interest me like i know you you just you wet between the ears still. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like that, that, I can see that. You know what I mean? Okay. So I'm going I'm to take a step real quick. I got to wipe my face. <laughs> it is a little hot in here. I didn't know what I thought you had to wipe. Yeah, I'm glad he said his face, though. <laughs> I was a little concerned. Um, uh, while he takes a break, Star, I want to add another element to this. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to North Carolina? No. Do you know why I'm bringing up North Carolina in this specific conversation? No. Do you know what the age of consent is? In North Carolina. Not off top. 16 years old. For sexual activity? Yes. Uh, Age, does that matter? It's 16 years old. But I mean, like, both ages. So I know, like, in California, there's, like, an age gap where you could be, like, 18 and then two years younger can consent. Like, there's a formula out here in California. That's a good point. I guess the, the... Is it 16 across the board, but can 16... I guess my previous understanding was 16 across the board without giving consideration to special stipulations like you just mentioned. Okay. Now, okay. Do you have you heard of this recent law about sexual consent and what, how they deem that it starts and where it ends? Go ahead and bless me. In this, and I got this. I got this. Actually, I was listening to uh, my boy Savon on the Need to Know podcast. Shout out to Savon. Um, and they brought up this subject matter, and it just really, uh, it really just like it, it, it took over my mindset, and I just was kind of like delving in, trying to get more details. So, in North Carolina, as a young lady, sixteen and above, if you say to a man, "I'm giving you consent to engage with me sexually." Mm-hmm. And then at any point, even immediately after, you say, no, psych, I lied. I I, I take it back. That original consent gives that man the permission to carry on in any way. Seriously? Yes. Wow, that's disgusting. Right? That is disgusting. So I feel like that, you know, appropriately ties into what we're talking about. Okay, go ahead. Question. Sure. 16 to give consent, but let's say 16 and the dude was like 22, 23, 24. Does that still apply? It's a good question. Because that's where the California stipulations come in. So we'd have to look into that because I think 16 is still the consent age in Cali as well. But there's like stipulations on the... The number and don't quote me on that. In well, fact, look it up and if you know the truth, go ahead and shoot it over. And I and I was just bringing that up to kind of no, no, no. Just, I, I just had a question. Yeah, just um, build build the criteria. But that's that's crazy to me because 
I think at any point in which either party, man or woman, decide that they are no longer interested in going through it and you violate that, that's an issue. Yeah. That is an issue. And I think, like, unfortunately, we have a culture and it has to do with, you know, toxic masculinity, which is, you know, running rampant now in terms of conversation. What does that mean? It's just, um, like taking on masculine roles and concepts that are detrimental to us as a society, as humanity. So for example, um, one thing that I even wanted to bring up interesting, um, that we're talking about it. There's a song that I love. I think his name is Bazi and it's like, how you look so precious when you smile. Like it's a beautiful, like I love the song. You've heard it. Yeah. No, it goes. So you were saying, (laughs) so, in the beginning of that song, look it like, up. Look it up, real. Oh, we can't. We can't play it. So when I first heard the song, it was like the beat is fire, like it's so like wavy. It's like cute, fun, sexy. And then I finally heard the full version, and he's like, "I'm sorry, I had a little too much Hennessy." And then he gets into like this emotional confession. So you had to justify you feeling any emotional, romantic, loving kind of way with having too much Hennessy instead of just being like, "This is how I feel." Mm-hmm. Shit, I said so, the same thing. I had a little too much Crown Apple. Hold well, on, let's, let's that's br- normal <laughs> for you. <laughs> but it's like you know. So part of toxic masculinity is having to justify these things um, instead of just being like, hey, I had this feeling and I want to sing this. How you look so precious when you smile. Like, you know, it's so that but that's a, a whole side conversation. Say, bring, bring, bringing it back, um, Carl, were you able to hear uh, the point that I brought up about the North Carolina state law? No. Um, age of consent, 16. And sexual consent um, in terms of the parameters is if a young lady originally gives you consent and then at any point thereafter even immediately thereafter says i'm now taking back that consent i do not want to consensually engage in the sexual activity with you uh the man still has the right to i mean i guess take on the original premise of consent and i'll tell you what that's a sticky one because i'm starting to think about situations the court stick to that because you know it could be a law that they don't i can only assume that the that the that the courts would pass a law like that because they want to be able to have people like get raping the, left and right yeah. and getting away with it. I don't see any other reason <laughs> to pass a law like that. But you know what I am thinking because I, I have heard of situations where it was very clear that the woman uh, gave consent and was all for it and then changed her mind and wanted to include everything up until her changing her mind as part of the rape process as well. So like these, you know, I, it's unfortunate because I do get protective of men in situations like this too because I have too many men in my life that I love and care about and never want to see them wrapped up in situations unnecessarily mm-hmm. or wrongfully. So mm-hmm. I do get protective of the men as well. It doesn't mean that I'm not about the ladies' rights or anything like that, but I am very protective of the men, especially the ones in my life. And so, um, you know, I, I I do know that it's a slippery slope. And, you know, just like the whole Aziz and sorry, and what's his name? Aziz. Aziz. And sorry, um, you know, he had a situation and he has a whole book called Modern Romance, which I absolutely loved and adored. But he got caught in a situation where, you know, this lady came back uh, with him to his apartment and he was like, yeah, come on, let's go. Let's go. Like and then she wasn't necessarily saying no, but she didn't quite say yes. And then she left crying like, you know, this was, you know. I, I can't recall if she used the word rape, but it was a sexual violation against me. And it's like. No, that's not really a sexual violation as much as it is bad sex. And you just didn't really communicate that you weren't 
down for it. And then like when you stopped and he started back, you stayed and you know, I'm not for the victim blaming, but you also do have to take some responsibility Mm -hmm. for your roles that you are playing. If I'm in a situation and it's very clear that someone has me there strictly for sex and I'm unwilling to have sex with him. If I don't specifically say number one, sorry, dad, if I don't say those words (laughs) or, you know, put a very strong boundary on it, you know, it's not my fault, but I'm contributing to it. I'm certainly allowing it. And then if he continues and I stay, what is that really saying? And then we have this situation where, you know, unfortunately, girls are girls and women will separate them, play this like hard to get notion. And so we'll be like, stop, no, <laughs> stop, no. But we don't actually mean stop and no. And so we've gotten to a point where those words have even lost their power. So if I say no, dudes are like, oh, she just <laughs> she just want me to work harder. No, no is a no. But they're not used to being told no. And then when they are told no, it's a no, stop it. Uh-uh, I'm not trying to, which is very different from a no. But, you know, it's there. Oh, it's, it's a touchy you know subject because I'm going to tell you what I'm going to tell you what she's talking about. It's almost like you can get that pretext too, like beforehand, like we ain't gonna be doing nothing tonight. And as a man, you know, for some of them, you know, you're like, okay, whatever. All right, cool. Wait till I get there, though. Right. She ain't gonna be able to say no in the flesh. And then you get there and it's like, I told you we wasn't gonna do nothing. And then, you know, you do the act and it was like, you you see, I told you I wanted to go out tonight. You You had me staying in the house doing blah, 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 like that. I mean, that can even be read wrong. You know what I mean? Like, that's. Well, I, I think, feel like they take the hunt out of it. Is my whole point. <laughs> like, there's well, a hunt to it. I think, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the theme that keeps coming up is that like intimate encounters can be weird and awkward and mm-hmm. uncomfortable, and even like like really really close to that line, like being embarrassing and maybe a little bit much without them being criminal. I'm not laughing at you. I was just thinking about it too. Like, and, I, and I'm not trying to make too much light of the situation, but it is weird because, especially if you're in front of somebody you don't really know and you just butt ass naked, that, okay. that, that that's kind of odd. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm no, just thinking, but, but I'll be sure. real. It is odd. But it's also like you know, we we live in a an era where <laughs> era era where people are <laughs> okay smashing the first time they meet people, and then you also have people who are like, I'm not smashing until we get married and so i feel like previously um and maybe it was just more undercover more you know we we just weren't aware that people were just randomly smashing but like we're in a different time where people are way more upfront and okay with the super casual sex and that's a it's a new it's a whole new concept that people haven't really learned how to navigate i got a good question to ask you i won't i i I would say in the time period of 18 to 25, how many versions would you say you knew? <laughs> no, and, and that gets to a good point because I don't know that I mean, many. I feel like you I don't, make your point because I don't know. But my point is, is, like, I don't know that many people that are actually even preserving themselves, you know, to be, you know, with someone that they're going to be with the rest of their life. Like, promiscuity is I know is a there. handful currently. Mm, that's crazy. Yeah. So. And I do, I've had friends who waited until they were married. Um, Like, I've had. I have friends all across the spectrum. So I get, I have friends who be smashing the first minute they meet people. Mm-hmm. I have friends on every end of the spectrum. I do. So to bring it back to some of the original premises that we talked about, because this is such a rich uh, subject matter, I feel like it's easy to kind of get distracted and throw different stuff in there. So for the celebrities, 
should they be allowed to leave their past in their past very precisely? What was your response? Yes, they should. And okay, they should. And that's and granted that they've actually worked through it. They're not continuing with, to commit without us actually knowing that. We we won't know for anybody. Okay. But if they're not actively doing it, your behavior tells you tells a lot. Okay, but even if that's not the case, should they just be given the benefit of the doubt that if something happened in the past and there hasn't been any other verifiable instances of it, that they should be able to at some point move on from that? Yeah. Carl, I think yeah, I think my man he does he's he's deserving of that check. He he. You you go on the registry, bro. That means everybody know. You get that little dot on there. Yes, he should be able to make. And a that, I mean, that stuff sticks with you for life. Every job application that you're applying to, and it's probably the best job to he's going to be able to get. <laughs> yeah, and then if you are on that list, like what you don't have many opportunities. Not many people are going to hire you as a a sex offender or someone who has a sex offense in your past. And you have to remember, people can get on the sex registry for something as simple as peeing in public. That's true. Like, there are levels to it, for lack of better terms. Like, you know, you can you can get on that registry list for things that I wouldn't necessarily consider a sex crime. Yes, it involved your Peter, but you had to pee. <laughs> and places don't be letting people in to pee if you're not a customer. So, you know... Jesus Christ. Yeah. They let you in church, though. Um, <laughs> it depends. Okay, so to the non-celebrity, if given the example that I gave, you guys, we're all good friends here, and you guys know me to a certain degree, but if something uh, of that nature was to come out, would you be in my defense, or would you say, mm, this kind of makes me look at Cecil a little bit differently? I always want the facts. Like, I always. But, okay, so. And but, then and we, we don't know. Yes. I'm going to listen to their story. I'm going to listen to your story. Okay. But again, and I say, yeah, it happened. Yeah. So there's no, there's no, there's no, there's not the essence of like denial. Like, yeah, it happened. And I, I've been trying my hardest to move on from that. Do in your eyes, could you allow me within our friendship, the opportunity to move on from that? Or is that always going to be a, a, a stain? I would have to, because forgiveness is at the, the front of what I believe. It's at the core of what I believe. Okay. And so how dare I Carl? Not we st- we still friends if you find out that I, I used to be a freak back yeah, in the day. Yeah, that's crazy, though. But do you think you'd still be able to have your job? What happened? Would you still be able to have your job? Well, we're just going to assume that I would because you've just become aware of maybe something they already know. That's what I'm saying. Like, this whole thing is about, like, like we're really harsh as a society. No, like, no, no. No, I, I, we'd still be cool easily. Like, that, that I answer that. But that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to mean some people will burn you at the stake. Yes. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> Yeah, wondering. absolutely. They will burn you at the stake. I'm absolutely. not going too deep into that. Okay. So then the other point that we brought up building upon that was the North Carolina state law. And then, Star, you brought up a very uh, point or very good point about like the or no, uh, Carl, it might have been you. I think you guys both agreed on this about like the age of consent as it pertains to like maturity. So I'm just wondering if you guys were lawmakers, what would be your age of consent? Like, what what do you deem? That's as a tough an... job. I don't even want part of it. Okay. Yeah, I don't want. No, part you don't that. want it. Yeah. I can't because I do think it's the same way when it comes to like childcare. I feel like they need a test. So, <laughs> you know, for some kids, they're able to be left at home at ten. Mm-hmm. Other kids will burn the house down mm-hmm. if they're thirteen. They're still unable to be left at home. Yeah. So there is, you know, I. And, and unfortunately, I wish in our country we were just 
way more open to have conversations about sex, especially with our youth and our children. Like in other countries, they're talking about sex when kids are five Mm. and they see less teen pregnancies. Mm. They see less sexual crimes because it's just a normal thing. It's Mm -hmm. just, you know, in the words of Michael Jackson, tell them that it's human nature. It literally is human nature. And we act like it's this like crazy, like, taboo and like let's not talk about it no if we had conversations with kids about what appropriate sex looks like and what those interactions are i guarantee you we would have less of these conversations that we're sitting here having right now because people would have a holistic view of sex not just sex is bad or you should abstain you should abstain or don't be or you might get an std not just those conversations but real conversations about the emotional piece behind sex about the value of your body and the value of the body of the person who you may partake in sex with like there are just so many conversations to be had around sex and we are missing crucial opportunities to talk to especially our children because they know about it whether we talking to them about it or not kids know about sex whether it's music movies neighbors friends uncles, aunties, they are coming in contact with something regarding sex. And we are not having a holistic, well-rounded conversation with kids about it. And so they're left to figure these things out on their own, which is, you don't want to figure out nothing on your own, not even your job. I mean, you don't think that you do in the moment. Um, And then in regards to the North Carolina state law, Star, you letting somebody take you out in North Kakalaki on a date? What? You know, you know. Oh, I've never heard it referred to as kakalaki, so no. I was um, distracted. I'm scared. Mm. And if I meet somebody out here who's trying to take me on a date and I find out they're from North Carolina, I'm like, look, laws are different out here. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to flip that. Carl, this is a hypothetical, but you're out with a young lady and you're a North Carolina resident and she gives you initial consent. Are you quoting the law when she takes it back? I'm not. Like what? 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 What takes precedent at that point? That's what I'm saying, man. It does I mean, with that being said, like I, I just know how me. I personally know at this age how laws work, and sometimes they can be enforced, and sometimes there's not. So you're just not taking the risk. Yeah, I'm not taking that risk. Hell no. But I think it goes beyond a law. It's about humans and vibing with people. If I am in line for a roller coaster. And I get to the front and decide I don't want to ride it anymore. I'm not riding the roller coaster, and you can't make me. I, don't do it. Yeah, okay. Don't do it. I'm just gonna. Listen. No, what? No, 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 no. We, no, we, no. I, we, I want because we've been talking a lot, but we haven't heard much from C. So go ahead. That's true. I think the only point that I'm gonna bring up, and you know, I love to play devil's advocate, is I feel like at some point the only way a law like that could have been passed is when we're seeing these increased instances of men being charged with sexual assault in situations where they felt like they were given a cue and really couldn't read the subsequent cue that things had changed. Absolutely. I think that's a real thing. But in in this case, and again, I, it goes back to what I was saying too earlier, where us as women, and even men, because I don't want to act like men don't get raped too, because that does happen. Okay. Um, we have to have our no's really mean no. Um, well, no, 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 again, again, and I, and I think that you you did an excellent job of, of, of detailing that point specifically. I'm just trying to gather in my mind how 
a group of lawmakers who come together lawmakers. and be like, well, if she said yes initially, yes, stand. Well, that's, and, well, that's easy, though. Women were involved in that decision-making. That's obviously. probably, probably an old boy from, like, 1920. But, but I, I, again, and this is just me, me maybe, like, having a little bit more faith in the world than I should. Even if those, if, even if it wasn't men making those decisions, I have to believe that there was fathers and brothers and sons. But it doesn't matter. No, no, it's no, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, again... We could sit here and assume how this came to be, but I'm just bringing up the point that I would hope that maybe there was a group of individuals that they were attempting to protect um, and maybe just did it in the in a way that then left the, you know a high level of liability for the individual on the other side, which would you know inevitably be the victim. And I just I think you do have more hope in humanity than where we are actually looking. And it may and, 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 and it may not even be that they truly felt like that's what they were doing. I'm saying maybe that was the way that they presented it to people to make them feel inclined to vote for it. And I think that there are protective factors that that does take. Again, I am very protective of men, especially the ones in my life. So I, I definitely understand wanting to have something to protect them, too, especially because there have been so many false accusations of rape. Or sexual misconduct. And then we find out later that things never happened. I mean, we can go back to even the Emmett Till days in the Emmett Till case. We know that this happens. Mm -hmm. And so there, there absolutely should be something to help protect men as well. But Carl was going to get to the point about it being only men in the room. And dare I say, more than likely white men in the room. Um, And, you know. We don't know that for a fact. No, no, no. We don't know that for a fact. But just based on the demographics of that level that we see, we see more consistently that men tend to be more lawmakers. And um, I'm just going to interject that I don't necessarily like where this is going because I feel like I've been dealing with a few instances here recently where men are being kind of like lumped in together, but I'll let you you most definitely can finish, but I just don't like the direction that this is going. That's fine. Um, But My point is um, there are a lot of men who have been making decisions that um, affect women in a way that they just shouldn't even really be the full voice with. So, I mean, this goes into abortion, uh, birth control and those sort of uh, laws even because it's funny to me. And this is a sidetrack completely. But, you know, people want to make these abortion laws um, and outlaw abortion. But you're not willing to help take care of babies when they're actually here on Earth. Okay. So <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm going to I'm going to delegate right now, and I'm just going to say that we're not going to dip into abortion because that's a that's a whole nother pot. It's a whole nother pot, but it just goes in line with you have people making decisions who the negative consequences do not directly affect. Absolutely, and I feel so like so that's the point of me even bringing that. Yeah, up. Yeah, I feel we like we don't that, have to talk about abortion specifically. Yeah, that's that's always going to be the essence of democracy is that you know you have these elected officials speaking for a wide number of groups, mm-hmm. some of which they probably have never even had a direct encounter. Which with. goes into why we need representation, and that is beyond a racial thing. Okay, shout out to Jeff. Shout out to Jeff. <laughs> um, for the culture, for the culture, we got anything? What you got? Hey, I'm trying to think. I've been grinding these last two weeks, so I ain't even been cultured myself. <laughs> um, I purchased the new book. Hey, there okay. we go. And there we go. I haven't started reading it yet, but it is called, and I want to make sure I get it right. I didn't realize we were getting there uh, so quickly. Um, 
Can I tell you something? Oh, man. What? Do you feel like you're on fire right now? A little bit. Okay. All right. Because I don't know. I don't know if you see how hot you are. But you hot. Hey, I'm like, hot. I, I, let her took, I let her take that one too. Cause hey, she was on a roll. Hey, I was it was like, a yeah. couple of times where you was like, no, nah, this is this I know this was supposed to be a reunion tour, but I need to do my solo. <laughs> no. You been on her. Hey, you even hit me with a Carl. You was like, What's no, it? we gonna talk about it. <laughs> no. Hey, that no no no. I do get that more hey, times hey, than not. Hey, her exact <laughs> word was, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I said, all right, Bone Thugs, we're going to miss everybody. Yeah. I was sitting in the corner like this. And, hey, and she still ain't found that book. I did find it. <laughs> I was just going to let y'all finish. What's the book? I'm done. <laughs> the Beyonce I'm has done. the greatest music video. Um, so the book is called From Bounce Checks to Private Jets, The Mastery of Miracles. And it is by Hazel Ortega. So um, I'm excited to get into that book. I do know the author personally. So um, I'm really excited to um, to read her story. It's, a, it's an account of, um, I mean, obviously what it says, from bounce checks to private jets. So I'll be really uh, curious to, to hear her story and the gems that she has to drop. And maybe we can get her in, um, in the uh, studio one day. I like how you name dropped her and then went on to the private jets. I was like, okay, I see you talk your shit, girl. There you go, get you a couple shots off. I know, hey, I know her personally. Private jets. Maybe we can get her in here. That's all I heard. All right, let's get out of here before you have a heat stroke. The book is called (laughs) From Bounce Checks (laughs) to Private Jets, The Mastery of Miracles. Wait, say it one more time. I was talking about From Bounce Checks to Private Jets, The Mastery of Miracles by Hazel Ortega. Hey, Hazel. It's on Kindle. Okay. Um, of course, you will be able to buy a hard copy eventually, but it, the electronic version is available right now. Ain't Kendall a billionaire? Oh, that's Kylie. Anyway. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else for you? Kylie Jenner. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. You got something? No, I'm good. All right. So um, we had a good episode today, folks. Yeah, I'm did. always uh, very, very thankful to be in your presence because I'm grown. I'm grown, too. Should we all grow? And this has been another episode of... Grown folks business.